0: Journey into the unknown, where two or more are gathered to discuss what you are afraid of. This is Nigel the Goat speaking, along with your host, Davey Wavy, and we welcome you to the Red Bill Cartel Podcast, where crazy feels like home. on cartel thank you so much for hanging in there with me with my brief little hiatus with my uh, really fucking bad chest cold and i think honestly it changed my voice a little bit from coughing so much uh let me know in the comments below on if you're listening on spotify what you think about the the show and my voice i don't know i'm i might be a little bit too hard on myself, but I really do feel that my voice has changed a little bit since this little brief hiatus. But uh, today's guest is none other none other than um, my friend Heidi Love, Mrs. Heidi Love, who has a new podcast out there called Unfiltered Rise. And if you haven't heard it yet, you should go check it out. Um, but she was really uh, gracious enough to, uh, tell the entire story about what happened with her and her daughter, uh, what happened with her, you know, her daughter's, uh, I hate saying this, but her daughter's rape, and, um, after all of that shit, uh, she got into you know like Medusa and Minerva and all this stuff, but like this whole story is told from beginning to end and that and then some because uh Heidi and I got into a lot of other spiritual content after what her daughter was been has been through and continues to go through um my heart goes out to her daughter uh you know. From, you know, a mother's love to a a, a podcaster's love, uh, however, you know, disingenuous that would be, you know, but it is what it is, and, you know, it's a wild ride that we had, Heidi and I, and I'm probably going to get her back on again, and I wish her all success in the future with her podcast, the Unfiltered Rise podcast, so... Uh, Without further ado, here is Mrs. Heidi Love, and you guys know what you got to do, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, smoke a couple tubes, relax, drink a couple beers, or do a shot of Crown, or Appletons, or whatever the fuck it is that your poison is uh, to escape the Matrix, but yeah, relax
1: and enjoy the show.
0: Welcome back, Cartel, to another awesome episode of the Red Pill Cartel. Today's guest is none other than an up-and-coming podcaster. Uh, you may or may not have heard of her yet, but you, if you haven't, then you should. Check out the Unfiltered Rise podcast with the host, Mrs. Heidi Love. How are you, Heidi?
2: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Great, great. Uh, Yeah, I'm surprised that I'm like, pretty uh, energetic still because I had a long work day and I didn't take a nap after, which I was planning (laughs) to do, but I'm still good. So here we are now. And it's been a long time coming, maybe like a month or so since we first spoke a month and a half, maybe.
2: Yeah, I think about that.
0: Yeah. And then uh, you basically gave me a rundown of the main story that you wanted to come on here and tell my audience. But yeah, introduce yourself uh, a little bit and then let the audience get to know you and then tell us the story about, you know, Minerva, Medusa and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, do it.
2: it gets so good. And so I am Heidi, Heidi Love. I um, am an unfiltered rise podcaster, but also I'm a registered nurse in my everyday life um I am a mom to six kids but most of them are grown so and this is actually in reference to one of them and I want to start out by saying because if she ever hears this she might feel some kind of way about it and I want to tell her that I love her this isn't not in love this is just something that happened and I don't even think she knows but I know one part of it is traumatic, and um, a little trigger warning on some trauma that's going to happen first. So if you have sexual triggers, probably better come back in a couple minutes. Um, but
0: clear your head. She,
2: yeah, she is very open and has put this story out on everywhere. So I'm not sharing anything she hasn't shared there. I just want well, to. That, that that,
0: everybody. That's reasonable. I mean, that's respectable too, right? Like, there's nothing that. She isn't gonna hear that she hasn't already put out there, so yeah, on the
2: trauma, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But
0: maybe you have a different perspective of it as well.
2: Well, and there's a lot she doesn't know that I know uh, regarding the weirdness, but not about her trauma. So the spiritual aspects, yes, yes, the trauma she shared on her own out there in Facebook land with everybody, like really promoted like for awareness and so I just wanted to put that out there and so and this isn't coming from a bad place actually I would love nothing more than to reunite so just yeah that. so should I go delve into this
0: start from the very beginning
2: all right so trigger warning on the trauma it's starting now so in the summer of 2018 Um, My oldest daughter had a severe trauma. She had a rape and it was actually like a a unknown person rape where she was date, like, like not date, I guess, drug raped at um, her job. She is a flight attendant and she Uh, was angry already. Yeah, it's bad. She's a flight attendant and she flew used to fly for this small company which I'm not going to say anything on any names or any of that. Cause yeah. And so she was with a small crew herself and a first captain and then the captain. So they tell you to stay with your crew, which she did and they went to eat and she was like at a restaurant, not a bar. Many people just think, Oh, she probably went to the bar and had too many. No, this was a, at a restaurant, a well-known restaurant, food and drinks. And she said, I only had one drink and I don't remember th- anything else.
1: Rufy. And that,
2: that yes, absolutely. Because I know for a fact it was a roofie because I'm a nurse. And she said she, when she woke up, she had a metal taste in her mouth. So yeah. that's like 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and what upsets me is these flight attendants work with captains. And these captains can be like this one that was not a US American citizen at all. He um, has licensure to come in and work here, but he's not a citizen. And these pilots can pick up trips, but the funny thing is, is they they can pick them up, but they can see who they're working with with a photo. And my daughter, she is a solid nine. She's beautiful, and I'm pretty sure there was some ill intent from the beginning there. So, uh, how old
0: how old was she at this time?
2: At this time, she would have been 2018. Let's see, I think she would have been 22 by then. Okay, Okay. I better make sure because maybe that wouldn't be good. (laughs) Let's see, Um, roughly, uh, yeah, around 22. Yeah, we'll just say that. And so then after this happens, it was like really traumatic, it was definitely not a consensual situation because there was so much trauma done to her body physically that there was no way that this was a consensual act. And I don't want to go into that part because it's personal, but it was definitely like documented, but also she was on a trip. So she wasn't in her home state. She had to fly back. I told her not shower the whole deal, but she also had to get the phone and because her phone was missing. So she goes to find this phone, which is weird. And she knocks on the first captain's door the assistant captain then i guess and he says it wasn't me and shuts the door and she's like what and she's hurting that she doesn't fully understand what's going on yet because she's still kind of out of it and then so the second time she opens the the captain he knocks he opens the door butt naked and it's like daytime and then what the fuck like, right she's like what are you doing and then he's like Oh, don't, don't go make up any stories, but here's your phone. You left it in here. And she's like, what? I wouldn't leave my phone. And she's super confused. And you know, when you can tell that your phone's been tried to hack into if they've done the numbers too many times, well, that was on there.
0: And she's locked out herself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She gets in back into the room has to call in and they tell her if she doesn't fly on this flight, instead of go to the hospital, like I told her to do, then she's gonna be in trouble. So she does because she's young, and you know she she doesn't want to get fired, and so she already missed that flight. And they were like saying, "Oh, it's because she got drunk and blaming her." And she was like, "No."
0: So That's she dumb.
2: yeah oh yeah she gets back to her home state and does she goes straight to the hospital. Never showered anything. Got a kit done, and they wouldn't run it. They refused to run it because it happened in a different state, and then this state, and then. So they went back and forth, and to this day, that kit has never been ran, and this is 2018. So this has been pathetic in general, um, and and so she was in a really low place, and I know she was she was in a low place at this point, like, you know, having a hard time getting out of out of that mindset or like. You know, every, she took in some leaves and had some help. I mean, we made sure all that was in place. But here we are, you know, dealing with a pretty broken person, even into January. So she had these roommates that she lived with, all flight attendants as well. And, and some girls were pretty different in their belief systems. And one was um, pretty into, like, witchcraft stuff and spells and weird um oh, so, yeah, yeah, not good. And there was some strange things. And so she was super depressed about, like, the whole situation and not, not being married. Because let me explain. In Utah, when you're 22 and you're not married, like, you're an old maid. <laughs> like, I got married at 17. Like, no joke. So it, it's not a good idea. But, like, she's on Facebook and, like, everybody's getting married or having babies or whatever. You know? Sure. So. Yeah. She sees it every day. She's telling me, like, I log in, and it's babies, babies, engagement rings. And she's bummed because she's so cute, but and she's very pretty. And, like, she just has bad luck at that point, you know, with guys in general. And so she was feeling kind of low. So the roommate talks her into doing a love spell. So they were, like, burning candles and all this weird stuff. And, of course, she didn't tell me about this because I would have had a little fit yeah so yeah she tells her brother so the brother spills the beans to me (laughs)
1: because
2: that's what brothers (laughs) do and he's like whoa this is too heavy gotta tell the mom you know so he does and right around this time she also takes off and goes to Jamaica with the same girl and I'm like okay like I'm worried because I'm like extra PTSD from the last thing and like, be careful, just be careful, you know, the best, pretty girls. The best place to fall in love. <laughs> right, I'm just like, ah, just don't get kidnapped. Like, I don't know. I'm just stressed. And so she goes and it was a weird trip. Like they ended up hanging out with literally, I'm pretty sure like cartel people. Like she was sending me pictures in this mansion with guys with like Uzis. And I'm like, you need to leave now. Holy I don't know what. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, you, I don't know what you guys are doing. She, and I think the whole thing was like, she felt safe, like, cause they were, she's like, no, no, they're, they're extra safe here. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think you understand what's happening. Like, you need to leave. And this is kind of freaking me out. And so she eventually does. And it was just a weird, weird trip. So, She's sitting in she still got these braids in that she got in Jamaica because when you go, you know, you get your hair done there.
0: Like the thin and, braid.
2: Um, like the the cornrow type yeah, braids. Yeah. And so she gets those done and and she's I think it wasn't right away, but maybe in the next week or so, she's in the airport and this guy walks up to her and he stops. This is so strange. This is like a hundred percent for me. Like he was, he was sent. That was like his mission, I swear. But anyway, he walks up to her and says, God told me if I didn't talk to you, I would regret it the rest of my life. And he's a pilot. And I'm like, Oh, Lord, as I'm like, I don't know about no pilot. And you have to understand at this point in my life, I'm not overly, I'm not religious at all. At this point, I'm spiritual, but like, I believe in God, everything like that, but I had not a real basis for real, like religious learning because I had come out of Mormonism and I was kind of like, not sure where to go really. I was just non-denominational Christian, but I wasn't putting any effort or or time into that. So it was just a basic, like, yeah, I'm Christian. That's all. And so when she tells me this, I'm kind of like, huh. I don't know. That seems really weird. Um, you know, was he super confident or is this guy like a freaking 10 or what? Like how do how do you get the confidence to just do that to somebody? And she's like, no, he's kind of just plain and just, you know, normal guy. I'm like, all right. And to me, I'm thinking, well, maybe that's good. You know, yeah. maybe that's a good thing. And so they kind of start talking and They, you know, they're getting to know each other. And then, so we, they're they're kind of dating-ish when when all this started, when we went to the next step is we go to Italy. And so we had already planned a big trip. So she'd already met him before the trip. and, And we always do it on her birthday, which so, or around the best we can. So we're in Rome and we're walking around. We just decided me and my husband, her, that's all. We decided, okay, we'll, we'll go do our little, our own little trip. Cause I mean, we, you don't really plan when you are on flying standby because you don't know if you're going to get on. And so you don't want to book things, you know? Yeah. So we get on and luckily make it and we end up walking around and this guy comes up to me. And at first, I'm like, oh, you've got to get away from me. You're, like, super cute. My husband's going to come right back from the bathroom and want to kill you. So (laughs) go go away. Or talk to my daughter. Just get away from me. You know? That's all I can think about is I'm like, oh, no, no. And so, because my husband's funny anyway. He thinks that because he has red hair, he's not, like, attractive, which I think he's super attractive. But also my husband has. Um, He's actually more Norwegian. And I'm like, okay and he's buff and like big shoulders the whole Viking thing like I mean I'm like I don't know what you're thinking but that's weird and my ex-husband has red hair too and so obviously <laughs> you're uh, a ginger a lover
0: yeah I'm a ginger <laughs> lover
2: and so I'm like which
0: is good because apparently there's a ginger genocide happening right now uh, I don't know
2: <laughs> and a lot of times I mean my ex-husband was the same way they don't think and my ex-boyfriend i had a boyfriend before that though that was a redhead too and they think they're not as handsome or something and i i'm like no no is that eyes. is that like
0: a, a like a confidence lack of confidence I, in think so. or, yeah. I think
2: they just i think it comes from being different you know whenever you're the odd man in the room or odd girl in the room i feel like because i'm very tall for a girl i'm five nine and so i get it because like being a tall girl I feel I always felt a little odd too.
0: And it's so, funny though you say that though because like I always always got along with gingers for some reason.
2: Yeah, they're great because oh, they're best. not
0: school, elementary school, all that stuff. Gingers,
2: but that's because they're not so like even if they are really handsome or really beautiful, I feel like they they feel enough difference in them that they have because you know really beautiful people that have never had the struggle. Like my daughter's a nine and she's beautiful, like I said, but. She also was a really chubby kid cuz she had like medical problems when she was little. And so okay. I feel like she's like this really great person all together. Like, you know, you have to go through the struggle a little. You can't just oh, be beautiful sure, yeah. all your life or you're just hideous inside, you know. Right, right, right. And so I think the red yeah, I mean there's a that.
0: lot yeah, there's a lot of beautiful people out there that are very unattractive.
2: Yes yes and you talk to him and you're like wow okay you? Yeah. yeah get me away from you 100 yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so i feel like that's his thing so this guy's like tall dark handsome type and i'm like oh my gosh like muscly tuned that's never good if the guy's like muscly and his same league it's bad so i'm like what do you want get away from us and <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, no, I'm doing a tour," and I'm like, "Sure, you are, you know," and I'm like, eh, "We're not interested in your little tour." My husband's coming, and he's like, "No, no, your husband can come." I'm like, "Okay," and I'm a little more interested. He's like, "Well, I do these tours for celebrities," and I'm like, "Sure." He's like, "Okay, let me let me show you."
0: He's this like, is in Italy right now.
2: Yeah, this is in Italy. Oh, we're okay. just uh, right there, and I'm like, "This." I'm buying a. We're literally my husband's buying a sandwich, and we're like waiting.
0: Yeah, and this so, is coming back to me because you didn't give me all the details before, but now I remember you telling me this part. So, okay. Yeah, yeah that
2: was so yeah. weird because this guy is like, so he pulls out his Instagram and friends me and he shows me like I'm on the, um, what's that Coliseum show that was really popular a little while back. I'll think of it in a minute, but he's like a Roman soldier <laughs> in, th- oh, th- I think it was in 300. And
0: it was it three
2: hundred? Yeah, I I swear it was like, uh, maybe it was Spartacus.
0: I used but to love that Spartacus show. It's wow. one of those, oh, Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's one of those shows. Like he's a legit actor, and he like had pictures of him doing a tour with, um, Courtney Kardashian, and so he showed me all this stuff, and I'm like, all right, maybe you're not a murderer. Like I am so sketchy. Right, right, anybody. I'm
0: It like, could be. Uh-huh. A- but whatever. <laughs> yeah.
2: And with my daughter with me too, after all that happened, I was yeah. like, yeah. Wow. And so he's like, look, just, it's like, I'm, I just had a couple of places open up, but if you don't want to, it's fine. But if you do, it's, I'll just do 50 bucks for you guys, you know? And I'm like, hmm. All right. So we go, we go with the guy. And I'm like, that's fine. And he's like, come back at two o'clock or whenever. I can't remember. So we came back and he takes us on this tour, but he's like, my tours are more like back not just the main places and in, in the middle of town. And he's like, you you can go see all that yourself. You know, you don't, you don't need a tour for the main big things. Cause why you need a tour for the small stuff. And then it ends in the night when you end up at a like local restaurant with this, like I, old Italian lady, she was like, he's like, but if you go to dinner, you can't say you don't like anything. You can't say you don't want anything. You get what you get. And it's delicious. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, because I have all these shellfish allergies and stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm God. Like, you're oh. like, your
0: throat's closing up. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> like,
2: I can't breathe. And I'm like, okay, I'm still going to do it because it still sounds great because he's like, she's like the best cook ever. And she dresses like an old Italian grandma. Like, she's <laughs> she's got, like, the head thing on. That's awesome. It was, oh, I've got a picture of her. It's great. I mean, she's so cute. And so we go, we have a great time. But he's showing us all this stuff before the dinner, of course, all these churches. And we, you know, he's funny. It's entertaining. It was a great time. Didn't think anything of it. Remember, at this point, I'm not like learned in my. In my testimony, really in Christ, what I know is a lot about Mormonism stuff, which doesn't have to do a lot with God, like has a lot to do with Joseph Smith, but more, more, more so with mushrooms
0: than God. Yeah.
2: Right. (laughs) And, and just strange, strange, strange things. So I'm not, I, I know very little. And so, okay, we get done. Um, One of, well, I'll say that. I want to say that. Okay. So. After that, we get done. She flies home. We go home. And and that's in March. Or no, April. And was so, it a good tour, though? Oh, it was fun. He was great. Okay, cool. I, I'm, like, to this day, friends with him on Instagram. He knows none of this. Like, hardly any. You don't tell a story to every Like, this is a right, weird story. Right, right, right. This is, like, but, one of those
0: stories if you tell somebody, then right. they're, like, you're a fucking whack job.
2: Well, and I work at the side hospital. So then they're like, yeah. you're insane because you've been around insane people. <laughs> and yeah, like, exactly.
0: Whatever. They rubbed off on you. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and they do relate to me. So whatever. I'm like, you know what? I don't care.
1: <laughs> Too funny.
2: So we go home and we have another family trip in June and it's all planned out. And we're going to go to the Redwood Forest. And we go to this, I I did an Airbnb and we go to this little place. The closest place to it is Crescent City, California, but it is off grid. And when I say off grid, he's like, this is the solar battery thing. And if you use too much during the day, you're just going to be in the dark, Here's some candles, but it's gorgeous. It's like an A-frame cabin that's big and it's right on this river. I mean, like the balcony then the river, you know. And it's beautiful. It's like, gorgeous. And so I'm like, Okay, whatever. But we go and we we're having fun. The first day's fine. But my daughter's being kind of a little fussy. And I'm like, huh? she's different than the last time I seen her because me and her are usually like, we're just peanut butter and jelly all the time. Like we usually get along really good. And she's just being a little fussy. So I'm like whatever maybe it's just a fussy time right now and we're we're there and we're um, just hanging out and then that night we go to bed and the kids start screaming and I start hearing this pounding and it was not like a small animal this was like oh my gosh we're gonna die get up you know like three o'clock in the morning too so I'm freaking out. The kids are screaming, freaking out. There's a bear this, in
0: our kitchen eating the garbage. Right?
2: right now. I'm like, thinking so. <laughs> I'm like, and the whole, and what scared me is it's like an A frame cabin, but the whole front of it is glass, like window, you know? Right. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to get up because what if, what if it tries to go through the windows? I don't know. Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out what the noise was. The kids, the little kids heard it. Of course, the teenagers did not get up. So, The little kids heard it had come down to tell me there's a noise. I'm like, yeah, I know we heard the noise. It's very loud. So then they're laughing like we're we're walking around being real serious, trying to figure it out. And they're laughing and laughing. And I'm like, hey, what's up with you two? Because they're like, I don't know, probably eight and 10 at this time or maybe eight, nine and 11 right in there. And they they look at me and they're like, no, it was just she woke up the older sister, she woke up and and she sat straight up in bed, and she goes, Minerva, no, and then lays back down, and she was still asleep, and they were like, her eyes were all crazy, and they're just hysterical, and they're cracking up, and then, so the whole rest of the trip, remember, I'm not learning, like, I didn't care about this, like, other than the kids thought it was hilarious, I mean, and so we're, we're going through our trip and every once in a while they would sit up straight up and be like Minerva no and they're just laughing and they're making fun of the the, the
0: initial time yeah
2: oh for sure because they don't know what it means nobody nobody knew what it meant like we we just they just thought it was funny because she did that and they were like she wasn't even awake did you see her eyes blah 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 And, and then I'm like well what'd she do after that and they were like no she just sat up said it and then flopped right back down and I was like, well, that's weird. And they're like, yeah, it was so funny. So we go about our trip. She's like really fussy this whole trip. And I had this other kid of ours, because remember, we got a lot
0: <laughs> six.
2: Right, six together. So I'm And I got to say,
0: like from pictures that I've seen of you, you don't look like <laughs> pushed Thank out. You.
2: <laughs> I only get four. Four, four mine, two bonus. Mm. So we had two he had two i have three and then okay, we had our still one together <laughs> yeah. so thank you thank you yeah, my, my, my hard.
0: Mom, five of us too but she didn't look like she pushed on five either
2: it's, you gotta work hard and especially me because i don't even have a thyroid so
0: That's oh bad. shit
2: but, <laughs> they cut that crap out yeah it's been uh, i had thyroid cancer a few years ago so
0: oh yeah. my god that- other podcasts, all your illnesses.
2: and it, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We'll get
0: That's there. The story. The
2: situation. Peace. Yeah. So they're laughing the whole time. But my other kid, he's like on this kick where he's like studying the Bible and he's been like buying the Bibles and handing them out and doing like um, street, you know, teaching and all this stuff. He's really like was really into the Lord. And he even to the point where he was like, I can't eat those hot dogs you brought with pork in them and all this stuff. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So she was just downright brutal to him. Like the whole time she was kind of picking at him. And I'm like, what is your deal with him? And she's like, well, he just this and that and whatever. And I'm like, okay, well cut it out. Like we're trying to all have fun, you know, just settle down. And it got to the point where I, cause we were a so deck. yeah, it was like, no every time she would turn around and see him she just it was yeah it was like she just was at him you know and we were going to another place in oregon after this and i said hey if you're gonna be this fussy the whole time because she was bad with my other little one and all this i said then then just fly home because like i'm not about it you know you're too old for this Like you, you're the oldest one here. Start acting like the oldest one here, because you have to remember we got a little like three year old at this point. Uh, You know, I'm trying to keep up with that one and two in the middle, and then these other teenagers and stuff. So I'm like, you, you gotta stop it. I don't have a whole lot of help with this, and we're trying to arrange
0: meals. Fury.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's just like add add a little bit of. Of nonsense like that to an already tense situation. You wreck, wreck people's stuff. And it was for my husband's birthday. So I was like, stop it. Um, no, we're not doing this. So she kind of did. And she was still a little bit fussy, but not as bad. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay. Oh, and I forgot to mention, by the way, I, I went through my pictures today. Because I'm trying to get dates for all this stuff, right? And I did want to mention it was a big full moon at this time. Big, big, big giant full moon. So, I oh, I, oh, and I forgot to say that's, that the next
0: that's time, when I get to transform into a werewolf and eat people,
2: right? I think it was a <laughs> werewolf because the next day when we went to check at that cabin to see what could have got to the window where we were at, the window was like a hundred feet in the air. <laughs> and my husband was like, That there, I don't even know what to tell you because there's no way. And that's I'm like. Wild. I'm like I don't know what to tell you because it was loud he's like well maybe it was a bird I'm like right it was like it shook the hat like it shook like my kids were terrified they heard it too thank heavens they heard it too because he didn't hear it he thought we were cra- a little crazy Dracula so, right I was like something <laughs> is out there I am like terrified so, but that yeah so anyway she she settled down we all go home and it was it was whatever and you know, she. it was, like I said, it was a little contentious, but it wasn't, like, the worst thing ever,
1: right?
2: Right. So, continuing on, she's still dating the guy, and they're starting to get a little more serious. And um, so he takes her.
0: And, and sorry, he, this guy is from Jamaica?
2: No, this is a pilot that walked up to her in the middle of the the airport and he's from back east he's i don't want to say specifics but he's he's not he's from a little podunk tiny tiny town and so like out out in the what do you what would you even call that i guess midwest more but so he's kind of in that area and i'm just like this guy i mean he seems nice enough i've only met him the once at this point because he met with us real fast before he went to italy like for breakfast and that was it and so i'm like ah, he seems nice i mean you can't get a whole lot from that so and they live far away so i'm in utah and they live on the like midwestern east you know type area so i don't get to see her very often and i don't you know she's like well you could always get on and come do a flight and i'm like okay but You forget I have five other kids to take care of. Right, right. And two were in hockey and one's in dance and the other one, oh, two were in dance at that time. So I'm like, yeah, that's great. But like, I work 12 hour shifts and all this. So, and I know she was kind of mad about it, you know.
0: Kind of difficult, but. Yeah,
2: yeah, you got to juggle. And, you know, I would always tell her, well, you got to come this way because I mean, you don't have all that. Like, I'm not trying to be, like if I had no kids at home, then fine. That'd be awesome. I freaking love it. But like to for me, just me to go or me and my husband to go, it's hard because then for you sure. have to rely on other of the kids and arrange and it it's still hard to this day. And so you got to figure it out when you come with a big family. So they'd been going and doing all these things. Well, one of the things that he did, which she thought was super sweet, which I thought was super weird, was one of the times she's on her her flight and she's like oh guess what he showed up and brought me lunch at the airport and like he knew where she was going because she told him like I'm going to wherever and and he just showed up and like was at the terminal waiting with food and like I was like that's weird like I mean I get that that's sweet to you but like to me that's that's a little weird you know like you're at your job like you know this is a little strange so whatever, put it in my back pocket of my brain. Also started noticing she's not coming home for holidays as much. She forgot to call on Easter and forgot to talk to the kids and different things. And, and really for us, we're fine, but like, we still have little ones, you know, she was like three. So she, she's wanting to know where her sister is, you know, her sister. And so they go on this big date, and she sends me, um, this message that he took her to ask, if she would be his girlfriend and guess where he takes her he takes her to the saint louis arch so i don't know if you know what the saint louis arch represents but like there's multiple conspiracies about the saint louis arch
1: yeah so I, I didn't
2: yeah i didn't know at the time i'm like oh that's so cute you know <laughs> but i'll tell you some funny things so it also can resemble a Freemason Royal Arch, and they are like the Masonic Death Memorial. Um, funny enough, they were a 94-year-old um, engineer that was going to basically die soon. He says it was also for weather control. He finally spit it out, and he's like, "I'm tired of it not like being out there, and that it gets yeah, that it gets hit by lightning twice a year. This thing." <laughs> But
0: it's archers, it's it's made of concrete, is it not?
2: Well, I don't know what it's made. And there's
0: probably like like steel or iron wiring yeah, inside. Probably
2: inside, but the the <coughs> itself and gateways are like representative of a gateway of ball that like in Syria two thousand years ago was the first archway they said was kind of made, and they're they're like gateways. And so I didn't know any of this. Remember, I I like know none of this. Also, you were like fact.
0: non-conspiratorial. Yeah.
2: No, no, totally. Yeah. Oh, I was a normie, 110%. yeah, yeah, total normie. Like, I just was busy mom, too busy for any of that, you know. And then, so, also fun who the fact fuck fact is
0: Baal? You know?
2: Oh, it's a demon, yeah. Oh, yeah. I but know. I didn't know, I didn't know that then. You couldn't have told me that then, I'd have laughed in your face, to be honest. Like, Baal. Yeah, I'd have been like, what? Balenciaga. Yeah, oh yeah, no kidding. And then Every I'm like, time I see okay.
0: fucking Balenciaga, uh, any kind of Balenciaga label, or even Gucci, or any fucking labels, Nike, and I, I'm just like, this is probably we should be wearing white cotton robes. Seriously. No at all, you know?
2: And it, it would They're still probably... Out it would, it would still probably back. That was my last episode was on symbols and exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. I mean, it's on everything. It's on everything. Like you cannot get away with it. In fact, I'm just convinced that we're supposed to just pray always and do not faint. Like you pray over everything, the food, the clothes, the shoes, because you, you're not
0: getting away from it. I know. No that's the problem. It's like we're so locked into this fucking system.
1: Oh, it's we're indoctrination. Right
0: now, but like we're so caught up in materialism and the materialism <laughs> itself is corrupt. Everything's corrupt. The, the fucking clothing, everything.
2: Everything. Even the cheap clothes. Even if you go to Walmart, they still are uh, Like yep. everything. People are like, oh, wear, wear no name. Nope. That, there's still somebody and I guarantee if you get to the end of that tunnel, it will be weird. I promise you. And and I try to tell people this stuff and they're like, okay, so everything's a conspiracy. Yes, it is. Yeah,
0: yeah it is actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, but I didn't used to think that. Remember, I'm like, oh, that was so cute. So, <laughs> and uh, fun fact, listen, presidents are literally banned from going to the top of that, of the St. Louis thing. And that is weird. And they say it's because of security concerns. But, you know, they could shut that whole thing down and make sure they do it with other things. They do it in other places that are scary. I mean, but literally no president has ever been to the top of that except Dwight D. Eisenhower, which I won't even get into how weird he is. Mm -hmm. You already know. And he's the one that signed the order for the construction, so he was, he was a part of it. And guess when it was finished? Almost on Halloween. It was October 28th, 1965. So that thing, I'm almost convinced at this point, is pretty freaking weird. But that's neither here nor there at that point. At that point, I thought it was just... You were a normie. Yeah, I was total normie. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Maybe you guys will you know, be serious, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> and so I'm thinking it's cute, but it continues to be a little bit of a situation with him and me. He comes out here and he was like, constantly like he'd say, Oh, I'm going to stay three days. And then he would be here less than 24 hours for an emergency or something. In fact, the whole time they were dating I only met him, I think, a total of four times, and once was my son's graduation, so I was super busy and had no time for, like, that, you know, Um, and then he wanted to, like, stay in a hotel and not stay here and all this stuff, and I was like, oh, there's, I mean, even little things, like, you're a pilot, oh, I live by an Air Force base, hey, let's um, go up and see that all the old airplanes up there, there's a huge museum that's even outdoors, because, there's so many oh i'm not interested in that why would i want to do that That, those aren't the kind of planes i fly i'm like oh okay okay well never mind and then they left
0: (laughs) you don't want to know the history of what your what your career is okay okay.
2: i just thought it was random like everything that we kind of tried it was just not working and uh, it's kind of oil and water and i'm starting to be boisterous because i am and downright finicky at this point because they're talking marriage and i'm like hey you've got a family here you need to act like it like you need to tell him and then you know he kind of came at me with some things and they were weird i don't want to say what but i'll tell you this it was beyond the spectrum of weird with the information he was like trying to come at me and i'm like okay no like that's not going to work and he was in the wrong so He semi kind of apologized to me, but I was, after that, I was kind of on high alert. Like what is really happening? And also if they get married, it's going to be in his area. If they get married, it's going to be clear across the country, but you want me to pay for it, but you want to plan everything. And he's super involved, like taking this over. I mean, it's a guy like my husband's like literally I don't know what's up with him, like, because I was just told what to wear and show up, and that was all I cared about. Like, I don't even care. This is your deal, you know? Yeah. I mean, most guys don't – I mean, a little bit maybe, but most guys are not really, like – No, no. The, and,
0: most of the guys are just like, yeah, honey, whatever you want.
2: So I was a jerk. This I guy. this guy
0: you. seems like he was, like, ready to, like – Oh, you know, he take over her life and take you away from her. For sure, for take her sure. Away from you, and then like do whatever it is that he wanted for his own right. You yeah, know? his
2: his family's Which important. Very
0: right? fucking strange, like you said. Yes,
2: and then I'm scared because I'm like, oh, you're gonna live clear out there. I won't know what's happening with you. Like I- I'm in mama bear mode. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I freaked out one day and I, I did, I freaked out. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I was raised in a different kind of way than the kids nowadays. And I was raised, you don't, you don't treat your parents with disrespect. And I just flat told them both, if you guys think I'm paying for a wedding, because he was kind of, kind of pushing the fact that maybe they were going to have a wedding there and a wedding here. And I wanted that for the friends and family here. So they wouldn't have to fly, but not for me. I'm coming. I'm the mom.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? What's? And does he have a religious uh, background?
2: He he is Baptist, but I'm going to tell you something oh, about this
0: little. This actually, but anyway. No,
2: and he seems though like I'm telling you this town. Okay, so this town is really small, and she's like feeding me little funny things about stuff like okay, his his best man is going to be a girl. She's his best friend. She's a hot girl. And oh, they've been, yeah, oh, yeah, and they've been friends forever, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, but then she's like subtly telling me some other things, like, oh, well, he's a big deal in this town, he's in the airport on a commercial, so she sends me this stuff, and I'm like, oh, because I was shook kind of because he's not, I mean, he's not ugly, but he's just like a normal guy, you know, he's just like an average guy, I mean. Look I,
0: white, white guy, right?
2: Normal white guy. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I'm okay.
2: just like, like, oh, okay, that's weird. Like, not buff, just a normal, thin, framed, like, normal guy. And I'm like, that's weird. That really, they made him a, oh, okay. And then, oh, he's also a volunteer firefighter, and he's also been an EMT, and he's also was this and that. And I'm like, wow, this seems like, oh, really, a lot of also, yeah. And he's. So, Hello? Yep, yep, you're good. Hold on, hold on. That's okay. Can you still hear me?
0: Yep. Can you hear me?
2: Hold on one second. Can you hear me? Yep. There you are, yay. I couldn't hear you. Okay. I'm so sorry. That's okay. My my phone didn't uh, do the turn off. It was my earphone for a minute. But anyway, so I'm thinking this is really like kind of odd that he's like Mr. Everything. Like I've never met a person that's like that many things and so young. They're the same age, you know? Yeah. It's a little
1: weird.
2: Yeah. And then so she lays this on me. She lays on me that his parents, his mom is a vice president of the bank. So I'm like, oh, what fancy, heck? fancy people, you know, like a bank. The- a real book. I don't want to say because Okay,
1: know. okay, okay.
2: But it's it's not a chain bank, but like a local bank. And so I'm like, all right. So I'm thinking, well, this is like weird. Um and they're just always with them. And so finally, like I said, I kind of flipped out and said, If you think I'm gonna pay for your wedding out there and not be at a wedding out there, you are both cracked. Like, and I said some other choice words that I shouldn't have said, and I, I should have learned how to hold my tongue back then. Cause, but the one thing I did say that I, and, and I know the more he understood that I knew, like one time he came out here and said, I just bought a house. I was like, what? She starts freaking out and crying. And she's like, oh, I don't want to live in that condo that he liked. And I don't know if we're going to get married. I should say, have some say, like, I'm like, I've, you should definitely have some say what a what is happening? And he's like telling me about points and all this stuff and earnest money. And and now reviewing it, see if you could only live like the other way around, but you have no idea at the moment. So he's trying to see what I know. He's trying to see like, cause she doesn't know because I've taken care of her. Like literally I was still doing her taxes. I was still paying a lot of her bills. I was still like, I mom her. So she doesn't know. Like she literally is like, she's not really Yeah. 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 She's like, my mom will do that, you know, or yeah, whatever. Right. And I, I, I never cared to do it. Honestly, I didn't care if I had to do it. You know, I, I like to do it. I'm a, I, I'm a nurse. Like, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a caregiver. You She's know, your baby. yeah, Yeah. all of them. Like any, any of my family needs something like that. I'm all, I'm all about that. But like I said, I do have a bad temper sometimes and he hit that, that button the red button you don't want to push the red button
0: (laughs) he he pushed the nuke
2: never push the red button but I felt bad after it was more I went off on her like you need to be solid you need to be there for your family you need to put your foot down blah 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 I didn't say it nice and it didn't come out nice and so long story short by let's see that November I saw her for Thanksgiving she came out he was supposed to come he didn't come and it was just a little tense and everything was like like i tr- i have an fj that's my car that i drive and i'm not used to having somebody with me and she went to go shut the door and i i like shut the front one on accident before the back one was shut which you can't do because they're suicide doors right, and right. i nicked her leg and I didn't mean to nick her leg. And she got all pissed and was like, you, you tried to run me over. I'm like, the car's not even going. What are you talking about? You know, she's really being dramatic. And I'm just kind of like, blowing it off. Like, well, whatever, then drive with because we always have to take two cars drive with your stepdad, then go with him. So I and she's like, pissed. And so she gets in there and throws these big old crocodile tears, telling them how I tried to kill her, and everybody in the car was just like, "We were there." <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "No, not really," you know. No, uh, yeah,
0: I think you're being a little bit fucking overdramatic.
2: Oh my gosh! Well, and and I did tell her. I will say, I I I was mad, and I was like, "Shut up!" in like a curse word too. Because we were at my mother in law's and they already don't like me, so I was like, "Just, just get in the car. You can like yell at me in a minute. Like, shut up. You know, yeah,
0: fuck out of here." And then you yeah, can yell it's it.
2: embarrassing. You're like embarrassing me. These people hate me. Come on, you know. And I'm like, get in the car. So she wouldn't. So I left her by there. I was like, fine, go with him. I'm out. You know. And so apparently, I tried to kill her. So whatever she goes home from this trip like we had she came back here and kind of tried to start crap with me and I went I just went in the bathroom and and just left myself locked in there until she stopped it because I was like I'm gonna say something bad and this is gonna be bad so I'm just gonna go in here I'm gonna isolate myself (laughs) so I did so anyway she leaves and I, I never see her again she leaves and it gets real weird. Within 2 weeks, she's like changing passwords and joint things that we have including bank accounts and all kinds of stuff. She's starting to do all kinds of weird stuff and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Well, I'm can be selfish if I want to and blah 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 blah." Okay, I'm like, "Wow, this is not the kid that I've always known that's never oh. been anything but wonderful, you know.
0: obviously he's, he's having an effect on her, right?
2: Oh, for sure. And I'm like, what is your deal, man? Like, selfish is one thing, but this is Christmas. And you're messing with the bank account. And you have brothers and sisters. Like, if you want to screw me over, that's one thing. I'm your mom. I'm always going to forgive you. But, like, don't screw the kids over, you know. So she locks me out and something goes into overdraft because you locked me out of the bank account. And so I can't do anything. And I'm like, dude, cut it out. Like, I will fix this crap. I'm not trying to, like, negatively affect your anything. Like, I'll fix it. Yeah. I mean, because I always paid her bills when she was flying and blah, blah, blah. So we had a lot of together ties on things, including bank accounts. And so I was like, I can have all this taken care of by January. It's not a problem. Just chill out, you know. And she just. She just wouldn't. And so that was it. After the second week in December, she reunites with her real dad, which is fine. However, he did bounce on all of us when she was pretty little, had very little to nothing to do with her, her whole life. And he was a drug addict. Like I, I kind of kept them sheltered away quite a bit other than through the grandparents, through the grandparents I was fine with because he could still see them. And then I felt they were safe. But because he lived far away from me. And uh, anyway, long story short, I never see her again. Never. In fact, she never talks to me again after December ever. And they get married in December of 2020 or no, October of 2020. Excuse me. Were you at the wedding? Oh, no, I am not only not invited. I am uninvited. She changed her phone number. She blocked me on every single social media. She she has nothing to do with me. Like nothing. This is where and the story
0: gets good, isn't it? This
2: is where, yep, this is why I had to go kind of, I know it was a little long there for a minute.
0: Long, but, no, but, long backstory, <laughs> but I think it's needed because cartel, wait for it, here it comes. Yes,
2: it, it was, it, I know it was super personal too, but I, I didn't
0: I didn't get all that backstory, which is cool because you saved a lot for me too as well, so.
2: Good, good, I'm glad you're, you're oh. am I keeping you on the... On the blanket. oh yeah, I'm on my right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't hear or see her or hear from her. She refuses to talk to me anything ever again. Ever again. She like blocked me, everything, and moves. I know from the family, not only did she not have any of the girls at her wedding that she lived with, like in her wedding party, the one girl that she was best friends with that did the love spell, not only did she move. And not talk to her and unfriend her, but like she just ghosted her. She ghosted me. She, she like changed everything of her wedding colors. Like he got everything, whatever he wanted. Like she changed her everything style, like period. Like she had a real dad there, which I mean, her whole life she used to joke with me, like, you're going to have to walk me down the aisle because you're my mom and my dad, you know? Right. And I'm like, okay. So now he's there, like his whole family, my kids also gone. My oldest daughter, my next oldest daughter is still kind of in touch with her. Like they keep in touch, but it's like very basic and that's all. And she didn't go to the wedding cause she has extreme anxiety. And she's like, are you crazy? I'm not coming to the wedding where our real dad is. Cause my ex-husband adopted her. And so like, he, she has a stepdad that's been her dad her whole life, which is my son's dad. And then my son flat told her, and I think he was only like maybe 10 at this point he's like that's our mom I don't care what she did you're cracked that's our mom like that's our mom yeah you don't get to do that and so then she blocked him and he's like a little kid you know and it tore him up because she was so remember how I mentioned I had cancer she was his main caregiver when he was pretty little because I was super dang sick you know and so it really hurt his feelings and so anyways She just cuts us all off, cuts all the friends off. Everything is different and super strange and different. And then he moves her and my mom is telling me some things like, well, they bought a house, but there's no neighbors for over seven miles. I'm like, great. He's Jeffrey Dahmer. Like what? Like I'm having a moment. Like I'm like, now I have no in touch with her. She's living in the middle of nowhere. She quits her stewardess job, like everything she always said she wouldn't do. And then I'm like, well, is she at least going to school? No, nope, she's just working locally. And I'm like, okay, this is scary. So the next thing I see from my mom, remember, this is tearing me to pieces. Because, like, me and her are only 20 years apart. And so, like, when you grow up with your kids, kind of, because that's kind of what happened with her. Yeah, yeah. I, I was so incredibly close to her. And for me, this tour, i I don't know that I've ever had anything wound me as bad as this did, except when my brother died. And that was two days before I had to move her across the country. And I still got my crap together and did it. I sucked it up and got her there because she wouldn't have got that job if not. And so, and it was an overdose. It was super tragic. He was only 37. Like, there was a whole bunch of stuff. So.
0: Crazy. Uh,
2: yeah, it was horrible. So I. I was just going through it and I so my husband's ex-wife and she's me and her were never cool man it was bad it was extra bad and it was worse and so she sends me a text right she's like are you okay I'm like why is she talking to me and she's like I just want you to know that I'm praying for you and here's some scriptures and I'm like yeah right like whatever lady, you know? Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. Like go to God, take this, this to God. Like, I know you're super upset. I'm not kidding. So she like calls me and she helps me. She gets me really into the Bible and Christ. And like, I just start going down this rabbit hole of like, just forgiveness. I forgave her, me and her really good friends. I was just in her wedding a month ago. Oh, cool. So yeah, so this is how much it helped me, substantially helped me. And so I'm not becoming a normie. I'm like learning. And as I'm learning, I'm starting to see things. And then the biggest part hits me. My other kid shows me this tattoo that that this kid gets, right? And she shows it to me with this little statement. And I'm gonna read it because she posted it, okay, on public. Some people ask me why I didn't add more color or a flower or something pretty behind my tattoo. Well, the meaning behind my tattoo isn't pretty. Medusa, just like myself and many other women, have been raped. Medusa was then cursed, and this is how I felt. After being raped ugly and so low in life, I wanted to represent how I felt in the middle of a curse. Beautiful but full with snakes. And yet I also wanted a sense of strength with her following my Medusa. There is a guardian angel because without my guardian angel, I would not be here today. I remember wanting to be gone from this curse, but an angel kept me here. This tattoo means so much to me. I'm so blessed to be here each day and be alive and a survivor, which is awesome. But this tattoo is Medusa and it has the snakes and two cherubim below it and I'm like oh Uh, my my gosh yeah so I start looking up everything I can because my husband comes home I'm not even kidding you within like 48 hours and he goes hey do you remember when we went to Italy I'm like well yeah he's like remember all those weird churches that guy took us to and there was like a whole bunch of them and he's going off and I'm like what is wrong with you you know (laughs) and he's like no no listen he's like that church that we went in it was one of the last ones, so he's going through his phone really rapidly, trying to show me. And he's like, "Look!" And I look. At he's this. freaking out. Oh, he's tripping. He's yeah. like, and he he wasn't normie like I was in in general, so he was always a little bit more, you know, <clears throat> on the up and up of things, uh, on like. But he didn't know this, and neither did I. So he's he's finding the picture. He finds it, and when he does. This is what it says. Okay, let's see. We were at... This is where the tag on his photo was, because you know how it tells you where you were. Like, if you go to your pictures, it says you went to...
0: Location, yeah. yeah,
2: Whatever. The Basilica of Santa Maria Minerva. (laughs) Okay, remember? She sits up in bed, and she says, Minerva, no, right? Right. So then I'm like, okay... I start going through stuff like crazy. I'm like trying to learn, what does this mean? Like, okay, this is hooked up somehow, right? So it's directly, this, this is a church and it was built directly over the ruins of, of a, her consecrated temple of Minerva. And this temple is in her story, in the story of Minerva, and it's the only Gothic architectural church in Rome. And she was a priestess. The original Medusa was a priestess of Minerva. And Minerva found that her husband, Poseidon, had come into the temple and seen that Medusa was so beautiful that he raped her in this church, in her temple. Oh, what a raper. Yeah, he raped her. Yeah. And so, and then so she was so pissed at the whole thing. And because the lady was beautiful, she turned Medusa into a monster with the snakes. So I am tripping out. I'm like, what? So she got this tattoo and it's of this Medusa and she identifies with it. She's talking about some guardian angel, which I don't even know what that means. Like, I'm wondering if it's him, but if it's not, I hope it's nothing esoteric.
0: She's identifying with Medusa (laughs) though.
2: Yes. And I'm like, okay. And then she says Minerva, no, which would make sense if she's like being attacked by Minerva, like the story. In the cabin shortly, we were just there in April, and the cabin was June. So the kids had told me that. I didn't even remember about this until, like, it, my husband brings up this temple thing. And I'm like, what? You're crazy. You know, so I'm looking up everything I count on it. Then on top of it, you find out cherubims, originally, Lucifer was a cherubim, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. And
2: so... Second Corinthians eleven fourteen 14 and no wonder for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light.
0: Exactly.
2: So I'm like, whoa, I was like, no way did this happen. So then I'm looking for all these things like I was telling you about Minerva or Medusa, whatever the whole story. And I find out that Minerva is on the state seal of California where we were when this happened. Right. So that's real. Like, that's now. Like, that's still currently their state sale. Right. So I'm like, whoa. There's, even for the most skeptical person, I don't care how skeptical you are. That is weird. And for the fact that my daughter knows nothing. She knows nothing of these things because this all came way later when she blocked me, you know, all communication, everything. And so... I mean, she has no idea of any of this. And the only people that do is like me and my immediate family and now you guys. So and then the more you study about things, because remember, she said guardian angel. The more you study about religions and different things like John D, John D saw an angel, Uriel, which came and gave him but he wasn't i mean he was an angel but i don't think it was a good angel and he gave him the enochian alphabet and that's how that came to be and it's very into the occult same thing joseph smith he originally saw the father and son and then moroni and like 26 other angels that came and what came out of it the book of he told him you need to write the book of mormon off of these plates i'm going to give you and he was his guardian angel same thing with alistair Crowley and AWAS. And even at the end of Crowley's life, he literally said that AWAS was his guardian angel at first and he helped him create philema like the whole religion of Thalima. Right. And he told everyone later AWAS was a deceiving spirit and that even he, at the occult level he was, knew that that was a deceiving spirit. Muhammad saw Gabriel, Buddhism had, had a vision also, like all these crazy religions and funny enough is like john d him that the other guy that did that with him they, they ended up like having to swab wives and he got his wife pregnant and then he had to raise the other guy's kid and joseph smith was all about polygamy and yeah. Curly was in everything and muhammad back little boys yeah oh so much stuff Curly, Curly was uh into-
0: finding heaven <laughs> Through little boys' bums.
2: Oh yeah, well, and he was in on yeah. the cakes of light and all the crazy, and but all these guys had these or people. Even I'm sure you could keep going, find girls too, but guardian angels. And when she, when I read that, I was like, "There's no way, there's no way." And then the girl that had done the original love spell disappeared as soon as he took over. Soon as dude came in, took over everything. That girl was gone she unfriended all of us off facebook there was no fight nothing she just unfriended everyone including my daughter and took off never talked to anybody again that was an assignment that what you, was what, an assignment
0: yeah what do you think that's all about like so she's still with her husband right
2: she's still with actually she's gonna have a baby tomorrow yeah
0: <sighs>
2: yep, and it's going on four years for me. I, I this, tried again. do you think this,
0: this is like Rosemary's baby situation or what?
2: <laughs> I don't I don't think the baby will be affected, but the dude for sure have you,
0: have you seen Rosemary's baby? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, his
2: oh, eyes. What did you do to right? his eyes? Oh no. I think the baby and my daughter are good, but I do worry about like what is going on with the situation. And even if it's not esoteric with him, say he wasn't the guardian angel. He didn't have anything to do with it. He's still, he's still not helping her to be a very Christian person. They keep saying they're Christian and that they, they've forgiven me, but they don't want to be any part of my life. And I've tried, I've, I've, I've ate my pride more than once and said, come on, please, you know, let's just, just be a family. This isn't healthy. And nope, nope. And That's and she so won't funny. even read the letter Yeah she won't even I wrote like an eight page letter when I found out about the Pregnancy sent tons of baby stuff they kept the Presents and she had told my family Members she couldn't read the letter she
0: Oh, Of course them. they kept the presents but they don't want to Fucking talk to you right
2: yeah yeah And then on top of it they, they can't she couldn't be bothered to read The letter he had to read it because she's In a fragile state so Which I have to tell Everybody even if this isn't esoteric But I'm sorry there's too many there's too much stuff. I don't think she's inhabited, but I definitely think she's got an attachment. So, I mean, you can't convince me because her personality changed. Everything changed. Like, she just cut us off. Like, it was literally like she was a different person. She cut everyone off. It do, you think he,
0: do you think her husband is involved, like, in, like, a secret society or something?
2: I don't know, but it's so weird. And that little town that he's from they're all like super close knit. And I tried with his mom too, because I thought, well, mom to mom, she'll get it. She'll be like, you know, if I, if I come to her and say like, Hey, the, I I don't want to lose my family. There's been some weird things he's done. You know, this is, and I didn't say what I just said. It was, you know, how would you feel? I'm being protective of my daughter because like she's my daughter,
0: it almost sounds to me like,
2: nothing the mom didn't even answer she just told my daughter
0: small towns can really be like close-knit and like have a cult mentality right
2: i feel like it's a cult i feel like it's a cult because they had her join the church and the book that she was reading she i can't find out what it is i've tried she said i'm just trying to follow this christian book i'm reading and I'm like, there is no Christian book that says not to be around your mother and father, especially in their aging years. Right, That's crazy. Right. There's a hundred scriptures or more that say don't do what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And that
2: we're, that actually it's, it's the first commandment with a promise that if you're good to your mother and father, what all the days will be good of your life. You yeah. Know, you'll be blessed yeah. all the days of your life. And so, but I feel like I feel like since she's kind of, even my daughter that keeps in touch with her, she said, mom, it, it, I'm like, well, talk to her. Like at first, you know, at first I was like,
0: well, you got to talk to her. Any, does she give any scoop to you?
2: She tell, she will, but she said she doesn't tell her either. She just says things like, I'm, I'm a different person now. You guys wouldn't even recognize me. You wouldn't even know who I am. Um, and then when she tries to tell her things like, remember, remember, did this or went to here or went to there and this was so fun? She's like, yeah, no. I don't.
0: <laughs> she says she doesn't like, call any yeah, like,
2: like No, she doesn't remember any good stuff. What she's the like, fuck, Heidi? Yes, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, listen, I did not, I did not earn Mother of the Year with these kids because... I, I was going through a lot of trauma from their dad, like being on drugs and we lost everything. And I was, I was actually working all the time. I was just working and I had a nanny. Like, to be honest, I wasn't home that much because uh, how, how, how do you do that? And yeah. have a roof over their head, you know? So I was working and I, I was short tempered because I was constantly tired. I worked night shift. I was working like four to six days in a row. Like, I, I wasn't probably the nicest, you know, personality all the I'm time. I'm sure,
0: pretty sure you had that um, kind of mentality of, like, can I just have some Heidi time?
2: Well, I was just, like, wanting sleep, man. I was, like, yeah. damn, like I just want to get some sleep. But, you know, it, and then how do you date and do that? And how do you ever meet somebody new and do that? It, it's just like a, you know, and I, I didn't want the kids to grow up in, like, less because I grew up in a trailer park and nothing wrong with the trailer park. I just grew up kind of hard, you know? Right. And so I just didn't want them to have the same grow up as I had. So I was working more and like I could have been home more if I'd gone down a level, which sometimes I think would have been better, you know, now looking in the review, I bought, I mean, I bought a house and I'm trying to keep up on these mortgage payments and stuff, you know, and pay for a nanny and all this. So I mean, it was luckily I had gone to school and thank heavens for that because that saved me. But I mean, I'm sure that I like I said, I I know I wasn't a perfect parent and definitely I'm short tempered at times, you know. And when that happened with my brother, like I was already in a weird space because when she moved, that was when my brother died. And so like I actually had my brother die, my dad die. My ex-husband's wife died, like, right close together. Like, they all died within, like, it was, like, weeks of each other. And then my grandma died. And so we were just dealing with a constant, like, Barrage
0: of demonic attacks.
2: Oh, it was just, like, we got to go clean out this person's house. And we got to go. And I couldn't make my ex-husband clean out his wife's stuff. Like, he was tore up. He was just. I'm like, just put everything in a bag and bring air. I'll, I'll, I'll go through everything. You don't have to do that. You know, we're trying to help him. And literally my brother died like eight days after his wife. Damn. And so we were just, and she was 40 and my brother was 37. So these are not like old people, you know, and my dad was only 62. So we had to clean out every one of these houses. My niece found my brother. My, that was a whole nother thing. Then her mom died right after that. And so it's just like, it was a lot, you know, and I was coming out of Mormonism and my family was just like done with me because of that. And so it was bad, but uh, yeah, it was just weird. It was just like this complete, and then she came flew out here and my other daughter told me this. She was in like debate and student body class secretary and prom queen and she had this storage unit of all her stuff because eventually she was going to come back here, you know, and it was a little one. I think it cost like 50 bucks a month or something. This guy has money, too, because his parents, like I said, she's a banker. And so she she comes back here and throws everything away, everything, and said she didn't need it anymore.
0: All her even, letterman's even, jacket, with all the good stuff,
2: like her letterman's jacket. Wow. Like. All of it. Prom dresses. Dude, that totally
0: sounds like cult behavior.
2: It's weird. And she's just, like, fine with not talking to me. Okay, so say she's pissed at me, fine. You don't want to be a part of my life, Kay. But she X'd out my husband, which she was close with him. She X'd out my ex-husband. She was really close with him. And she reunites the relationships that she's never had. Like, she's never had relationships. And, like, he's... He, he's not still in a good place. Like, he just barely had another hospitalization. So, he he's not even now in a good place, which it's fine to reunite. But I'm just saying, I can't imagine there's a lot of support coming from there, you know. He can't right. take care of him. So, I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then to X out all the kids, like, everybody. It was just weird. Like, she was so close. She would call me, like, two times a day to just be like, what color shoes should I wear with this outfit? You
0: know? Uh, Like, useless small talk, right? Yeah,
2: for real. And I'm like, oh, she just goes dark on me. And so I'm thinking, she's just pissed. She'll be back in a week, whatever. We'll work it out. No, never again. Never again. Never, ever. What the
0: fuck, man?
2: (laughs) And so one time. I'm
0: totally baffled because, like, (laughs) you can't see any kind of... That's why I asked you if, like, her husband was, like, a part of a, a secret society. I know.
1: It or, like, something,
0: something of, like, of a cult because that's what cults do. Cults will shun people that don't agree with what they believe, right?
2: Well, and I do know I said a few things that I think he might have. So, this is the other thing. He refuses to go to a doctor. This is sounds like a cult. So she got really sick. She had a sinus infection that went up into her brain and they actually had to like go in there and clean it all out and do all this crazy stuff. Right. So they're like up in there and the ENT guys like super worried. And he's like, this is really bad, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like stressing out and we get her better. But I told him, look, you two kids, your guys are both in the flight industry that shoves it up there because of the pressure. And you gotta, you gotta go get tested, dude. Like right. you got to, you know, she don't have, she has all these medical problems, and all this stuff. So he's like, no, thank you for. He says, thank you for your advice. Remember, I'm a nurse for like over twenty years at this point. He says, yeah, thank you. you
0: your, a bit of an ENT in this situation, right? Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. I'm
2: like, hey, and he's like, thank you for your advice, but I'm not going to do that.
0: Oh, so you really care about your your wife, then. right?
2: My husband told him, even my husband said to him, hey, I used to think she, my wife was a hypochondriac, but you can't mess around with these girls because something's up with them. They'll fall right apart. He's like, yeah, yeah. he's like, I've learned with Heidi when she says something, like, it's real. Like, she don't mess around. It I, happen.
0: I To a certain extent, I kind of agree with some of these spiritual people who don't believe in doctors and shit, but because, like, I myself have been through some traumatic experiences, going to a doctor and not receiving what I needed, right? So right. necessarily, and completely, doctors. Yeah, yeah, normal I people can do but
2: that. That's what,
0: yeah. I do need to seek help instead of just, uh, God, you know.
2: And that's what just my husband out told me.
0: Do yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah.
2: Well, cause he's like, dude, like I'm into weightlifting and all natural stuff. And he's like, trust me. I tried to tell her the same thing when we first got together, like this is in your head kind of thing. And he's like, and then like, she ends up in the hospital. Like she, she will almost die. He's like, Heidi's the same way. Like these girls get weird stuff that nobody gets. It's the truth. Like last year I kept telling everybody I, I had back surgery and I kept telling everybody, there is something wrong. And they're like, no, no, it looks good. It's feeling good. I'm like, no, there is something wrong in there. I can feel it. And they're right. like, you're crazy a little bit. And I'm like, maybe so, but there's a something wrong bit. with my back, <laughs> you know? And I try to tell it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, it can be a lot bit. And I can still tell you that there's something wrong in my back. Cause I know, you know, and he, and I've always kind of been that way. Like like I've always kind of had a sixth sense about certain things and I I told him for a month and guess what by the time this dumbass fixes my back I had torn my my originally torn my disc and it was really bad like completely cutting off all my nerve in my foot and I was dragging it like a stroke victim and everything Mm. so I told him I'm like look normally I go to the gym three to four times a week I have you know I can do energy I got all these kids like I know. I know myself. And so I'm telling you, something's wrong in there. And by the time I couldn't take the pain anymore, and I can take pain for a while. I had my second daughter at home on the living room floor. So I told him, I said, there's something up. I ended up in the ER, in the hospital for a week, having three more surgeries to drain a 1000 cc's of infection out of my body. And on top of it, a PIC line for three months. Yeah, when I say something's wrong, something's wrong.
0: Yeah, like my body. So,
2: and my other doctor was freaking out.
0: Trust me, because you know my body. So, if you don't know what you're doing, I do.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I didn't know exactly what was wrong. I just knew something was wrong. Well, you just
0: knew something was wrong.
2: Yeah. And I told that guy, I said, hey, Look, I get it. Normal people don't have to worry about this, but she has the same conditions as me. We don't have thyroids. They had to take them out and ablate them. Like there's some things that are wrong with us that, you know, it makes us not heal fast. It makes us get sick easier, blah, blah, blah. And he he literally told me, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, but what if she dies? And he was like, well, (laughs) and that was when me as a mom was like, oh, hell no.
1: Yeah, fuck you ass. No
2: yeah i was pissed i was and so you know what i called him i called him a narcissist and that was the end of it you don't you can't ever tell a narcissist he's a narcissist or you may as Uh, well just forget it
0: i i i know how that is trust me yeah it's crazy dude
2: yeah so it was weird but like for her what the difference in her is shocking like that isn't the, the whatever he is, he is. But like for her, I knew her. Like I, I know you. You're mine, and yeah, for that she's to happen, oldest. Yeah, she's my oldest.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know her, like you had her at a young age, like twenty, right?
2: Yeah, twenty. Oh,
0: yeah. so, like, and you're how <laughs> old right now? If I, I'm
2: gonna be. You're... I'm actually gonna be forty-seven in about two weeks.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> Like that, that, that um, generational gap
2: would it still make me
0: like best friends,
2: yeah. and we were. And yeah, like the year before, we went to Paris together. Because like-
0: honestly, I'm 44 now, and I can still like, like get these younger people that I work with, and they're like, "Dude, you're fucking awesome." You
2: yeah, know? you get them still. Yeah. Like you're not so old that. And we would yeah. do fun stuff together. We shared everything. Like, and she looks the most like me. Well, this little one coming up, she might look as much, if not more, like me. But she looked the most like me too. So, everybody was always like, "Oh, you love Celeste more. You know, the kids tease each other, and I'm like, "No, it's just we're close," you know. Yeah. But it it's like I I don't want to say I don't believe <laughs> I don't know how to other than say this. It's like she's been abducted. You know, and this Minerva moved in. Well, that's Anadisa. what it feels like
0: to me. Like, and yeah. that's why I kept asking you throughout this episode, like, what happened? Is her husband a part of some kind of cult or For real.
2: You know, like, because, and the therapist, sure. the, yeah, the therapist that I went to even said to me, I know you've been ab- <laughs> abandoned in your past because, like I told you, I had a rough childhood. And she's like, I know you've been abandoned in your past, but I want you to repeat to me, this is not what's happening now. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is happening right now. I told the lady, I was like, no, no, I have a feeling and the whole bank account thing. And she's like, she'll probably be over this in a month or so. Just give her some time. I'm like, no, nope, you're wrong. And she was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure she marked on her paper, is a little crazy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's okay. Whatever. She Just, just right. a touch. Right? Yeah, I was like, you know what? I was right. Like, I told you what I told you. And, and I felt it. I literally, like, there's a mother's connection with your children oh, I feel, normally. Yeah.
0: I, I I like, I don't have kids, but you get it. You have a mom, you know, Yeah, like, yeah. I, I imagine that when you do have kids, there's that solid connection that you don't want to sever.
2: Well, and you have like a feeling. I mean, I guess not all the time, but like I would know things like mother's oh, intuition, right? Yeah, is yeah. she okay, or like you know whatever is going on? And then all of a sudden, I didn't feel anything anymore. I didn't feel like I I didn't feel anything. Like sometimes you know how you're just like mm, I should call because, and check on that friend today. Well,
0: or, it it, right?
2: Yes, and I kind of wonder if they did a a. a Cutting cord thing because she was with that witch girl. But, I mean, I I don't know that one for sure. I only know about the other. Um, ones, but I'm you're
0: gonna listen to this, and me as a single forty four year old male uh, who has no kids, like, but understands the bond between parents, yeah. like, go back to your mother.
2: Yeah, because we Please. love her and we just miss her, like. I mean, I, I I told her, and that, that was the main part of my letter that I sent, and she didn't listen to it. And the, at the end, I said, you can shut your door, but a mom never will. My door right. will remain. That's my right. door, yeah. the minute you came home, if you came, it's like the prodigal son. If you come home, I'm going to throw a feast. Like, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be thankful.
0: Yeah, that's that's a beautiful message because... That's what you know, uh Christ gave us, right? With yes. the whole prodigal son thing, like like it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. No, no, I'm still gonna fucking be here for you, you know? Well, and I
2: literally and told her I will love you until yeah. my dying breath. That was how I signed the letter. And I'm like
0: You gotta be then, emotional right now. Tell me oh, right uh, you
2: yeah. yeah. It's hurt me for so I long end-
0: to feel it. Like
2: and it... It's like, you know, if I hadn't had, honestly, if I hadn't had my husband, his ex-wife, which is hilarious, his ex-wife, <laughs> my family and my kids, you know, I don't know what I would have done because she knew what trauma that was gonna give me where my brother just died, I'd had abandonment issues, like, oh all yeah, people died, my dad died. Like she knew all this stuff, and to do that to you, hu- another human being, still knowing, That like, hey, you know, she's lost all these people and she just don't give a you know what. And I'm like
0: only hope and pray right now that she comes around and I really do think honestly that she will at some point, but it's gonna take some time and patience on your part. It's been about
2: four years, four years in uh, November.
0: Well that's that's really a short amount of time. In you, yeah. You know,
2: because, In a lifetime.
0: Because I just
2: yeah. am sad because I'm missing all the like I missed your wedding. I'm gonna miss this baby. Right. I'm gonna miss all these things. But I mean ultimately it's not about like I'm mad because I miss it. It's just you're sad that you miss it. My kids are sad. Everybody's sad. You know, it's kind of like the black cloud, like when you say to people, How many kids do you have? Well, how many kids do I have? Do I say this? Because then if they ask me later what happened to the other one, what do you say about that one? You know what it, well, weird. Yeah. Why don't you
0: listen to the red pill Cartel podcast?
2: Exactly. Go listen to this because yeah. it's a long story. And then you can find out. But like honestly, I feel like there was too many coincidences there. That yeah. was so much with the with the seal. Oh, and there's a and the the do, yeah.
0: you know, okay. do you know Drake?
2: Yeah, the uh, yeah, the yeah.
0: Yeah, wow. October's yeah. very own clothing line. Every time mm-hmm. I see somebody wearing October's very own or Balenciaga or whatever, you're like mm-hmm. very own specifically the fucking Minerva owl, right? Oh,
2: and there's and um the
0: these people other guy. Have no fucking clue what they're wearing.
2: Mm-mm. And they pay a lot of money, like a lot yeah. of money. Yeah,
0: like, and like, why would you <laughs> fucking pay that much for a T-shirt?
2: That well, that has like
0: weird a fucking. I want it, and honestly, I don't think Minerva or Athena are demonic in nature, but I think the the Satanists are turning the message of Minerva and Athena into a demonic thing because Athena is the Greek goddess of wisdom and Minerva is the uh, Roman
1: right, the other
0: one. is the Roman goddess of wisdom, right?
2: Right, I think so. Mm-hmm.
0: But they're using it in a materialistic way and getting people roped in to buying their fucking bullshit label merchandise and yep. they, these people have no idea what they're wearing oh well, either they do or they
2: really don't it's great yeah,
0: who's a fucking shitty ass fucking musician it's <laughs> using all these some symb- these symbolic things and you know turning it into something that it's not it's it's, it's fucking gross, dude.
2: And who knows what... Like, I'm, I'm definitely attributing to this specific um, situation that name and that situation with Medusa. But also, like, maybe, maybe it's just manifesting. Like, maybe that's not even the spirit. You get what I'm saying? Like, maybe there was weird stuff there and and it attached on and i don't think it's in her because she is saved and i know that but i know this cuz my stepson had this happen with like a horrible mushroom trip and like like god. he went psychotic and i he was the one that was really into god and i and he told me i feel like i went to another world and all this stuff he was telling me and then he went psychotic and i said yeah what did you bring back and he goes what do you mean and i said if you understand about the Bible like you do, they are roaming in the desert in a dark place and you pop up shining like a bright diamond, of course they're going to hang on. Absolutely. Even if they can't get in, you know? Yep. I mean, w- why wouldn't they? I you said know? this to
0: a friend today at work, a coworker. He's a lot younger. He's like 20 years old, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, he's like a little bit of a filmmaker, right? Uh And he said, what if somebody came up to you and offered you, like, the world for what it is that you're doing? And I'm like, well, let's go back to Jesus when he was, like, fasting in the desert for 30 days and 30 nights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Satan came up to him and said, I can give you this whole world if you just bow to me and call me God. And, And it's like, get the hand, Satan. Get behind me yep well, it's like
2: because we know though that's why it happens I feel like more to younger people because in our in our wisdom and even with age unless you're completely negligent you do get you get knowledge we get knowledge and so I, that, I feel like I feel like that was what it was trying to maybe it's not him maybe it's the situation, like, like you said, like he's in a secret something and I don't fit in. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't believe in churches. I'm non-denominational. And I feel like all churches are corrupt. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And then he hears that from me, he's not going to want me around because he's like, I've only gone to one church ever. And literally he said, I've only gone there and I will get married there. And I go, well, she's not a member of that church. How's that going to work? And he goes, hmm, you'd be surprised what money can get you. Right. I mean, so obviously, that's not that's not a statement from someone who is a godly like I'm trying to say like a godly person. Like my husband has had beef with his parents, and all through because of me, because like I said, they don't really dig me. All through our marriage, but whenever he gets so mad that he's like, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm like, no that, that's not going to work, man. They're your parents. You know, Yeah, you can't do that. You can, you can make boundaries. You can set rules. You can be serious, but you can't just walk away. That doesn't work. What does it solve? What does it do? It, it's not godly. There's no way. And it's becoming a trend. I joined after, after I went through this, I joined on a Facebook group, estrangement group. And for this kind of situations, for parents that have literally been abandoned by their children, and there's thousands, thousands. I'm
0: sure, I'm sure there is, yeah.
2: And some of them are like, we you were
0: Everything that's going on, uh, like, yeah. uh, out of our daily lives, right?
2: Well, what does it say? It says in the end days that mother will turn against daughter, and daughter yeah, will bro- turn against mother, brother, yeah. and, yep. And it, I mean, literally in my own life and I just watched it cause I'm like, what can I do?
0: I was, I was, played... I was ready for brother, kill brother over the fucking vaccine thing.
2: Oh, Oh, that was part of the was, uh...
0: that was a huge division thing.
2: Mm-hmm. And that was part of the thing with his family was there all about it. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. and even as a nurse, you know how much flack I got for that. Cause I was like, this doesn't make imagine. sense. <laughs> Yeah, if I didn't have all that crazy illness that I told you, I would have had to get it. But luckily, they were like, no, she really might die. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but if you take a stand one way or another, I still felt like I wanted to educate people and say, like, here is this. However, I'm not going to hate you if you don't do it. Like, then Yeah, yes.
0: that's, that's a very important thing to be Christ-like. You know, like yeah. forgiving people don't hate people because they don't believe in the same thing that you believe.
2: Absolutely. Right?
0: And I very important I thing. Agree.
2: Well, and we all and thought how,
0: for- how are we supposed to forgive somebody if you think that just because they don't believe what you're believing, like, how like are you supposed the, to forgive you hate somebody-
2: them? Or, yeah. or even they say all the time, Oh, we don't hate her we just, we just don't want her around us. And then they somehow got like, they, I, I don't even know. I think my mom kind of went into this whole big thing with them. Like, well, your mom has some OCD. And so they use that against me. Like, oh, oh, of you course. Yeah. yeah, you can't control yourself because you have OCD. I'm like, it's not even that bad. I'm not washing my hands 70 times a day and <clears> the light or
0: touching times. the fucking doorknob seven yeah, times I'm before you open that. Yeah.
2: And they're like, you can't be at our wedding because you have that. That was literally the letter. And I, I was just like, this is like on such a low level because I could come at you. I know you got stuff because you had trauma. Yeah. And I could yeah. throw some crap back, but I'm not going to do that. You know, you could
0: say, well, you're a bunch of fucking retards, but I'm her mother. So right. I don't, Yeah, retards, you know.
2: I mean it's just it, it, to me I was just like wow I mean and and I guess you know what it was at first and this is something that I'll tell people is be careful in this day and age because these children a lot of the people in my group are like me and they're racking their brains every day saying like I wish I had not been gone at work so much or I wish this or some of these parents are like I did everything for my kids I did everything right I did all the things I was always did you home. really I,
1: though did you really yeah, but,
2: I mean, maybe they did, and these kids are still cutting them off because it is all over TikTok. It is all over the internet about how to cut off your family. Fuck. And I, I mean, so that's crazy. And that just tells me we are in the days of Noah. There's yeah. no way. I mean, of course they want them isolated and depressed, and they can keep them on freaking depression medication. You know, they, they yep. don't want them. If you have to rely on a therapist, for your sanity because you cut your family off and now you have no one to talk to except your therapist and now all of a sudden they're the one they're your person and then they give you the medication so that you've got to do everything they want because who else do you have at that point if you've literally cut off everyone you know uh,
0: i mean i guess you have the government to dictate what you're fucking doing exactly on your yeah Right. So, oh,
2: you've got your significant other that's like the government because I don't know what person would want to. Like, I'm sitting here going, "She's going to give birth, and I'm not going to be there to help her. I'm not going to be there to help her with the baby. I don't even know if there's going to be anybody." <coughs> to help her. And you yeah. worry. You worry Is no matter she,
0: what. Is she even going to be able to have a baby? You know, well, like,
2: she she's going in for her C section tomorrow. Tomorrow, right. So, like, okay. You were you wonder like, well, is somebody gonna be able to clean the house and do the chores? Like, oh, that's all mom stuff. That's the mom. The mom goes. You know, you have a kid, your mom comes. I mean, that's like how it normally is. You know, not the dad. It's not the dad you call. You, your mom knows how it is to give birth, and What's... usually, get your mom. So,
0: I don't even remember if I asked you this right now. I apologize, but what does no, he do? For...
2: He is a pilot. He's and a pilot. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Okay. and now she just stays home and it had always been her dream to go to school like that was one thing I was really upset about because she did really well in school and like I would say things to him like well you gotta let her have a dog she's always wanted a dog and he's like well I'm a cat person you know literally these are the things that we've said right. and I'm like This is so weird. You're like in control of every single thing. Like Yeah, there's
0: no there's no free spiritedness there. No. No, it's all about so young.
2: Yeah, he's so young for that behavior that it has to come from. you. That's yeah,
0: that's exactly why I was saying it was like a cult mentality. Yeah,
2: I think so, because I mean who who has that much like constraints, you know, at such a young age. Oh, and he wouldn't even ask her to marry him. Until she had, like, this checklist. She had a checklist that she had to do, like, separate your accounts from your mom. That's, dude, that's totally
0: fucking demonic behavior, in my opinion. Because demons are all about fucking control.
2: Yep. Yep. I agree. Because what does God want us to have? Free choice. He died for Free will, yeah. Yeah, and so we we are not meant to be controlled like that yeah. that is not love either but i think she thinks because it's not angry because like i said she'd seen some things in her life like when she thinks of control she thinks of like an angry person like you know my stepdad or whatever like these brutality people no he's not that way he's he's a secret narcissist he's the fly underneath the zone kind They're like, oh, I'm going to love bomb you and do all this wonderful things, but you still have to ride the line, you know, and I don't think that's love. Like, no, not at all. You need to give and take in any relationship for sure. You have
0: to let your lover be as free as they want, as long as they're, you know, um, under God's law and, you know, like natural law too. Right.
2: You don't have a reason. Like I get, okay. I get the people that like, I will admit it. When my husband was unfaithful to me back before we got the divorce, I was super crazy lady. Okay. Cause I had no confidence at that point in the situation, which obviously ended in a bad way because of that. But I mean, I tried, I wanted to try because you don't want to throw away a decade. I mean, dang, you got sure. two kids in a decade. You know, you try right. to work through it. But like I was like, Where are you at eleven oh five? You know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I'll totally admit I was super crazy. But like, what do you do? You if they haven't done Yeah, well, that, you kinda
0: wanna put a lot of eleven oh five, right? Yeah, right. If, I, I mean, I, if if he's not stuffing you. Then yes, at least you. Want-
2: then you gotta know where the heck are you? Yeah.
0: Like just at least cuddle me, you know.
2: You gotta, yeah. And especially you don't want to wonder where the, where that's. Like, you want,
0: yeah. Come home, to mommy, because mommy loves you. You know.
2: Exactly. You don't want to have to worry or wonder, like in your relationship. You want to have confidence that you can let the other person be free or whatever. You know. And if you're yeah. texting about where are you, it should be because you have concern. Like oh, exactly, yeah, you yeah. Know? That's a different thing. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, all I know is it was too much. It was too many. It was too many things. Once it all got plugged together, I mean, it was, it, I was like, whoa, what is happening here? You know? But I know that in the last days, all these spirits are out looking for a body to inhabit too. So, who knows?
0: Do you think that, like, because I get, like, I get, like, deep into, like, sp- like, crazy spiritual shit on my, on my show. So do you think that we're going to be seeing in our in our lifetime, like I, I actually think it's happening right now, but like people that are like demon possessed, like fucking running a around the street. I, and,
2: I see demon possessed people all the time because I work. Yeah, them.
0: dude, it's crazy, right? And
2: sometimes I pray like not out loud, of course, like silently for them and it helps. And maybe that is why they relate to me because I'm like, you know, I'll just pray like for calmness or like whatever. And it doesn't fix it, obviously, just for the moment, but because you would need a lot more spiritual warfare to fix it. But I think in our lifetime, like my whole thing is I think the fallen angels are underground. I don't think there's aliens. I think that's what is aliens. And I think like, they're prepping
0: like deep, up for like that. Deep, uh, like deep underground military bases and yep, shit. Have you looked yep, at that? Yep. Oh, like, God, believe like, God me. People. Oh,
2: I have looked at that.
0: that. shit.
2: And I've had certain military people that I know that are like green berets and crazy <laughs> stuff. And they are real. That is real. So I'm like, okay, in our lifetime, I bet you we will see that whole Project Blue Beam happen because of the fact that they're going to try and hide it underneath the guise of like, oh, it's aliens and they're they're cool and, they're, you know, look, they're nice. <laughs> but ultimately, I feel like they're looking for bodies to inhabit. They want us to be obsessed with AI so that we will give up our space in our soul because they can't get back in. If they don't have a body, they can't get back in. Exactly. Back we in. have to...
0: And just like the fucking vampire mythos, yes, we have it them is. them in, right?
2: Yep, it's exactly. Oh, it. And they
0: are and oh, that's okay. You can come in. Next thing yep. you know, you're fucking possessed, right?
2: And I feel like if you get to that point where you're so goofy, I don't care what they take away. I'm not giving up my brain to a freaking microchip by elon musk that's crazy
1: right right not
2: doing that like i would rather take the sword
0: yeah Uh, and and a lot of us will be beheaded for my faith in a creator that i fucking know exists yes then be a part of your fucking bullshit system run by satan
2: absolutely Right. I'm like, then do it, then do it because yeah. it, make sure the blade is sharp. Dude, do me a favor,
0: Heidi. I was like all on board with that with when it came to the vaccine.
2: Yeah, I wasn't doing. I was like, I was there. like,
0: there's no fucking like. This one coworker came up to me. He's like, oh, so you don't believe in the the vaccine? I'm like, no, I I think Mm-mm. it's bullshit. He's like, so what would it take you to? what would it take for you to take the vaccine? I'm like, nothing. Uh, put a fucking gun to my head and pull the trigger. Yeah. Cause I'm taking it. Yep. I'm and the same. Way,
2: I'm the same. One way. fucking shot. You know, I'm, I'm the exact same way, but I think that was the dry run. I it's think that they messed a, a lot of people up. Though. Yeah. They messed a lot of people up and killed a lot of people though.
0: They did. And, and who knows what's coming down the pipeline with. Yep effects of these things right
2: well and it's not just that that what was the crap with bill Gates saying and on the next one oh you're now predicting pandemics oh you right. can predict a pandemic oh okay
0: well this is i i call this pandemic one so pandemic two right. is gonna be worse.
2: and he's yeah, doing all that freaking research geek. with
0: mosquitoes you fucking geek who can get fucking laid in high school Yep, it's like a the Isaac
2: These yeah it's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's not wrong. I think he's not uh, wrong.
0: It's absolutely true. And one of my favorite videos of all time is when bill Gates Bill Gates gets a pie in the face.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that one. I That's love that awesome. and, but do you see rewind it next time you watch it, rewind it. The way he jerks back, it's almost non-human. It's like he uh, has a malfunction for a minute, like a robotic, rewind it. When he gets the pie in the face right as it hits, he's so stunned that it's almost like he had a Stepford like glitch. Right. <laughs> I have to watch it. Uh, every time I the, see the it, I'm like... a
0: reptilian glitch, right? Yeah,
2: it was. It was like a glitch hardcore. I was laughing. I mean, but that's, it just tells you like, I, I don't know. He's up to stuff with mosquitoes and mosquitoes by everyone. How do you avoid that? How do you avoid that?
0: You can't. And that's the thing. Like, we can't avoid everything uh, Satan's world uh, has, has in store for us. But there's you too know, much
2: coming. No fucking
0: yeah. weapon formed against us shall prosper.
2: No. Because
0: it's all about the spiritual aspect, right?
2: Well, like, and here's the thing. This is Can't
0: our... kill my soul, you know. Yeah,
2: this isn't our home. We're not supposed to no, love it
0: no. here. No, you're this right. isn't our home. In the world, but not of it, right?
2: Yeah. Well, even if we die, this then fine. This isn't our home. Uh, the yeah. only thing I pray I outlive is I don't ever want to see one of my kids get hurt first. Right. But, right. I mean, it ha- I mean, it happens. God had to watch. It might happen.
0: It. Uh. You know, praise. Yahoo. Yeah. doesn't happen, but you it's know, a, it might it's happen. a wicked,
2: wicked world. It's a wicked, it, it's like a strange, it's almost once you learn so much, don't you feel like, okay. Once you absorb yourself into it and not just like the esoteric. I, I absorb myself in not just okay. Christianity. A lot of Christians will just stay in Christianity. No, I want to learn it all. So I went into like occult dives and other dives because if you don't know what you're up against, you have no chance. Right. No chance. If you don't know what they're doing, what how are you going to help yourself? And especially with that whole thing with my daughter, like when I uncovered the root, I'm uncovering it. You uncover the root, then you can start working on spiritual warfare. Like John Ramirez is really good on that, and same with Derek Prince. And they're some of my favorite youtube like pastor type people for that kind of thing for like real spiritual warfare and especially i don't know if you know who john ramirez is but his books oh he used to be a straight up devil worshiper so his books are wild and they're on like audible and his his stuff is like all on youtube and stuff but it is it is good like he used to straight up go to the devil realm like it was scary he was I Santa just, Rita. I just love
0: the Bible because there's so much fucking truth in there. Like, like what we're talking how about.
2: We got saved. Yeah. Right, right saved now,
0: it. what we're talking about is Hosea 4:6. Is my people have destroyed for lack of knowledge? Yep.
2: Yep.
0: That's Hosea 4:6. Yep. You
2: know,
0: and, and it's it, true because it's so true. you are supposed to be knowledgeable about the things of our Creator. Right. Right. Because, right. like, if, you, if you're not, then you don't have anything to fucking... You yeah. have no backbone, you know?
2: Well, and you have no power. Like, John Ramirez, he he got saved after he almost died. And he was this demonic priest, you know? And he saw hell. And he went to hell and, like, all this weird stuff. And he was so like, oh, Jesus. my gosh. Yeah, it was like a near death. He, he, like, almost died. And when he came back, he was like, nope, I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so he, but I'm telling you, like, I'm telling anyone that will listen. And this is why I started doing podcasting because once you start studying and same with you, I'm sure you, you feel like, okay, well then I have to tell these people because I don't want everybody just to have no knowledge or not be safe or like yeah. in my yeah. nature to help. I'm a helper. So I want to help people. Mm-hmm. So how do you help people? You can't just tell people, okay, get up there and read out of a book. They want to know why. Why yeah. do you care about this? Well, this is what happened to me or this sickness or this problem or this or that. And here's what happened. And and this is how I came out of it. Like all these bad things, like I gave you the scrape, tiny scrape of my life. And it's mm-hmm. been a lot. It's a lot. There's a yep. lot of bad things. And I could have easily... One time, and he's passed away, so I'll I'll say he was a doctor at my work. He looked at me, and he said, and funny enough, passed away right after he got the shot, by the way. Young, young Mm. doctor. Um, He looks at me and goes, I told him like five or six things about my life. I don't remember why. We were just chatting at nighttime. And he looks at me and goes, how are you here and not in here? (laughs) And I said, because it's a choice. It's a choice what you do with it. You can be a victim all day. You can be victimized. Being victimized is different than being a victim. It is. I've been victimized a lot. I've been hurt a lot. I could have easily turned all that into something really ugly and been a really ugly person. But I don't want to do that. I'd rather help people. Yeah. You know? I'd rather help those that can't help themselves. I, and that's why I do mental health now. I didn't most of my career. I was just and a regular. I, I, do,
0: I do. it when I can, you know, doing what I do uh, as a, All of us. All an, of us an an can help. Employee, yeah, an employee at a at a corporation that really does not give two shits about their employees. They 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 put on a they masquerade. Uh, think uh, you know, making their employees think that they're you know, that they care. By them. yeah, right, that the care and all that, right? I'm very open about that. I never say that, the, mention the name of the corporation that I work for, right? But, of course, but yeah. uh, yeah, it is what it is. Like, I even had like this one uh, customer, let's say, and she said, The fucking company that you work for, they don't care about you, and I said, Lady, I know exactly what you're, you're talking. You're
2: like, about. I already know that, yeah.
0: Yeah, They they put on a fucking facade that they do because they have more than enough fucking money to like, you know, to
2: give no f's to give. Exactly.
0: No <laughs> They're fucking that they care about you, but they don't because no the only thing they fucking no. care about at the end of the day is raking money. in that fucking coin. Well,
2: and the whole thing is, is even the top people, that might be true for billionaires. But you know what? Trillionaires, like they say, billionaires study about money, but trillionaires study the stars. And that's because they know just like freaking Rockefeller and all that. He didn't ever go to a regular doctor. He didn't want anything to do with, you know, the commercial foods and all that. Even the stuff he helped produce, he knew better. He had holistic healers. He, he did all that stuff that he he made seem like quackery. But yeah. yet, why? Why? Because he knew. They know the truth. They have yep, the occult magic do. schools. They, they know a, more they than they we do. Yeah, they have the magical schools and different things that they pass on. That's why I say it's so important not to get obsessed with like occult or esoteric means, but to know your enemy. You have to know what they know or it means nothing. What the hell are you gonna fight for then? You don't even know what you're fighting. You exactly. have to know your enemy. And people tell me all the time that a Christian, like, why? Are, I I literally told my mom and he, her her husband said, why is she studying all that stuff? You're not even supposed to be talking about the devil and blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. That that was put fear into you because then you don't know how to fight for yourself.
0: A hundred percent.
2: Yep, we have to educate ourselves. I'm I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna shout out right now, Heidi, my friend, um, Joe from the Connect Those Dots podcast.
1: All right,
0: fucking awesome episode where uh, James O'Keefe sent out a lady to date to try and get on a date with. This guy from the BlackRock Corporation. Oh. And she was successful at it. You gotta listen to this one. So she went out on a date with this guy, Serge something, who worked Uh for BlackRock, and she was recording all their conversations. I think I remember this. He was opening up about everything that BlackRock does. He's like, I'm a recruiter, you know, and he's telling about telling her about like how the war in the Ukraine is good because it's good for capitalism and this and that. It's good for money and this and that. And there's all these innocent people dying, but politicians, politicians can be bought and paid for by us, you know? Right. Yep. And they are. They're they're an umbrella corporation because they buy out all the other corporations, like, uh, let's say Costco, Walmart, uh, so like, and these recruiters this he's like he, i'm a small type of guy working for blackrock but i recruit people who are on board with you know changing people's behaviors such as mm-hmm. LGBTQ BLM fucking ukraine russia so, all this and shit. they are
2: all on the same team like people are like oh trump or biden no they are all on the same team all
0: absolutely there's nobody yep. that is you know quote unquote above us that is no. not unpaid mm-hmm. for from these same people who with- want to fucking dominate us.
2: Yeah. Same thing with music and stuff. My husband loves music and I still listen I to your God. music.
1: He, but he
2: fan. tells me all the time, Oh, but I don't think these guys are because they're Christian. I don't think I said listen. <sighs> if they made it, they made a deal. I'm sorry. Jeez. If they made it, they made a deal because it, there's no way around it. You can't get away from it. They can't right. be produced or, or it's not going to get out there. And same way that they can make somebody that doesn't have any right to be making it, make it. Exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. I mean, you. but there's extreme there's so,
0: I tell all these fucking kids that I work with. The music you listen to is all fucking demonic, paid for mm-hmm. bullshit. Yep. And and then I say, do you not know how many fucking amazing artists there are out there who would fucking absolutely slay the music mm-hmm. that Drake has? Or, or
2: other, but they're never going
0: to make little it. Little fucking the- wang or yeah. fags, right?
2: Now, or they won't if they don't make <laughs> a bargain. And even, like, my husband will say, well, their music is crap, but the 70s is good. I'm like, you better listen to what the 70s came from. It came from all these army people that had kids that they sold their kids into it. Bulls. The doors. They went to kindergarten together. They doors, all went to
0: kindergarten tablet, together. All that shit. It's all Yeah, it's
2: all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. Uh, and then they die, like, in the so bathtub. Oh guys yeah. you know because that's that's not esoteric at all they're all right? in the bath you know I'm
1: 27 I'm like, years
2: old. yeah that's crazy and i tell him like i love music still i'm not going to give up everything but you need to know what it is that you're you're doing like if you're mindlessly listening to something like you said about the kids they're mindlessly listening to it when i'm listening to music i already know what's up exactly like, you're not getting in my head because i know what you're doing you know yeah. same thing with the nike shoes you're not gonna affect me because i don't care i don't care enough you're not gonna win with me i'm not gonna buy them for that if i like the way they feel cool but it's not gonna be because some you know i have to like a balenciaga sitch you know yeah, i'm not gonna do that I, I,
0: have a, I have a coworker at work who just constantly collects nike shoes and shit and i'm like Dude, I, like, I, I called him out on it too. I'm like, dude, like you, you, you do know that you're like buying from like
2: It's Saturn. Right? It's Saturn worship too. Yeah, like, Saturn
0: worship. Shops, all shit. He's like, yeah. I don't fucking care. I just love the shoes. I'm like, okay,
2: yeah, okay. Just as I'm, long I'm, as you're aware. Yeah. yeah, as long as you know. If you, you know, can, and I'm not, but, you want to collect
0: shoes in. that are worth five hundred dollars? You're paying five hundred dollars for a pair yeah, of fucking that's shoes.
2: You're um, like you like the shoe because it's comfortable and it makes sense, but when it gets to that level and it and it's like five hundred dollars, you're just talking about greed. You're just being flashy, Ben, you know, on anything could be anything.
0: So like, I used to think that fucking women were shoe collectors. Now I'm seeing all these guys that are <laughs> collecting shoes, and I'm like, You guys are gay.
2: <laughs> well, I will say the the testosterone levels of men nowadays is a lot different than the right, testosterone right, levels right. of men back in the day. Sometimes I look at people and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I've got a list of 50,000 words I can't say anymore from my kids. and
0: Like, you, like, like you're... Like, dude, you're buying shoes that you're never going to wear. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's
2: too far. What are you going to get from that? That's just weird. I
0: I, I, I get it. Like, I get the whole collecting phenomenon. Like, because I used to collect CDs and shit. But, like, I love music, right? So, it's like. Right.
2: But, like,
0: I get it. But then I had a break in in my uh, access storage. Uh, and I lost all my CDs, I lost all my comics, I lost all my video games, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's God telling me that I don't need a, all this shit anymore, you know?
2: Right. I, I was heartbroken
0: um, first, but then I was like, okay, it's just material, you know? Yeah, it's no materialistic. Blah. Yeah, and so and blah. I'm
2: the same way. Like I used to be so. Now I'm like, okay, if I like this brand, because like I like one pair of shoes that are these zero drop and i i didn't even know what the heck kind of shoes they were and somebody was like oh those are cool trail shoes and i'm like oh well i just like them because they don't hurt my feet <laughs>
0: right I, mean,
2: I don't really care that they're these cool shoes yeah they're, they're
0: comfortable like,
2: yeah like i didn't even know that it, i didn't, didn't
0: even- people are like collecting it just for the sake of collecting it's like
2: yeah yeah six color
0: pair of shoes okay good wow. for you good shit
2: you're like, never, okay. never
0: fucking do that. But
2: No way. The resale value is right out the door.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Crazy.
2: What are you going to do with that later? You know, that's not yeah. an investment.
0: Yeah. What are you going to fucking jerk off into it, or I don't know?
2: <laughs> or with it, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. These <laughs> shoes. I spent $600 on these. look so
2: good. Awesome. Or, oh, anyway, my God. I'm ah, yeah. like, I don't I'm it, like you better spend $600 on food storage is what you better do.
0: That better been know. a fucking, that better been a, uh, like a fucking massive cum shot. Like yeah. seriously.
2: You're like, uh, other I, than that, it, it's not going to feed you when you're hungry, man.
0: Yeah. And you're not taking it when you taking it with you when you die either. And Definitely that's the not. fucking main message that I give a lot of fucking people around my daily life is that store your riches up in heaven. Yeah. Treat people like you want to be treated yep. and God is going to bless you.
2: Absolutely. That's the way yeah. we have to, have yeah, to do it. When you we die
0: your... we are eternal beings and when we die if you didn't store up your riches in heaven then you're not going to have a lot when you when you die you know.
2: Exactly, yeah. It's people don't fully get the full full picture. That's for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: we both rounded off about a lot of things, and you could tell people a hundred more things, and they're still gonna just do what they want. That's the yeah, hard you're
0: just, just gonna be like, huh?
2: Or like my, you, you know, my, a lot of my family, they're like, don't tell me that. That makes me sad. <laughs> or don't tell me that. That stresses me out. I'm like.
0: Okay. okay, well, I'm sorry I offended you, but, you know, this is how it is.
2: Yeah, like, you can't you can't see the writing on the wall. And I, I used to tell this to my dad because he was very George Carlin all the time. Like, I'd call him and be all sad, and I'm like, oh, I have these big problems. And he's like, well, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you don't have problems, you're probably dead. And I'm like, cool, thanks for the wisdom. And I remember thinking, man, he's so... He's just so cynical and just this crusty. But he was cynical. bright now, right? And after he died, I was like, he's the smartest guy I ever knew. Yeah. And I, I wish I I wished he and my kids laugh and tell me this all the time now. They're like, Don't you wish grandpa papa could have seen you go full circle and now you're not a normie anymore? He'd be so proud.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm awesome.
2: Like, I'm sure he- I'm sure he's proud. I'm sure he can see me. But It sucks that it happened, you know, after, and I was so like unappreciative of his almost crassness, you know. Yeah, for sure. Sort of crass in a way, in a lot of ways. But he fucking knew. He did. He was so, and he would tell me things, and I'm like, that's not true, or, you know, that can't be right, blah, blah, blah. And, get all upset we'd have these big debates on the on the phone and now i'm like man i wish he was man we'd never be off the phone now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah because you kind of caught up with those with his wisdom right
2: yeah it's so true yeah yeah i hadn't been hurt enough i mean i'd been hurt some but i think you have to get to this level where you're like okay am i really gonna let everything just make me a miserable person or am i gonna level up
0: no there's no mm-hmm. way dude like cause like uh- My dad, God bless him, but he's always been like fucking miserable and always wanting to win the lottery and shit like that. Right, anything like that. you're not gonna fucking, it's not gonna happen. You know, it probably. even
2: if it did, I promise you, you did. He wouldn't wouldn't be happy. A miserable fucking guy. Yeah, you will. Like half the people that win the lottery are broke again within a year and miserable. Like, yeah, even they don't know what to do yeah, yeah they, they they still aren't happy and if if trillions of dollars or billions or even millions would make you happy then how come all these stars are killing themselves and miserable they look like crap they look just so upset all the time like how come they all look hungry and upset
0: they cannot find contentment or peace in life
2: exactly because it's not they're not living and it's, it's so hard. I was
0: t- my coworker today, this 20 year old kid, he's like, he's like, what if somebody came up to you and said, like, you know, like, I could give you a I said, I like, get the hand, Satan. Yep. Right. Like yep. I, I don't want any part of it. Like I'm content with my life. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, in my, in my position in life, I live with my dad who's like semi disabled, but yep. I'm happy doing what I do because I know that my creator has my back.
2: Well, and you're in the service of others. So if you only exactly. yourself, if you only served yourself, how happy are you really? If right. you have everything, it just makes you warped a little bit, which is why God says it's hard for a rich man to get to heaven. And, and that's it's easier to thread a camel through an eye of a needle than to exactly. a man, go to heaven. So that's the whole point of why as Christians, we're not supposed to have so much that we get ridiculous. We're not supposed to, we're supposed to have enough to meet our needs and hopefully a little prosperousness to be able to get through, but it's Mm -hmm. never supposed to be so indulgent. We aren't meant to live that way.
0: I told, I told the same person, I said, I never get depressed about money because my dad always gets depressed about money, Mm -hmm. you know? said I I don't want to be like my dad as much as I love my dad.
2: Right, you can love him and be different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm like god like I never fucking get depressed about money because I know I'm going to get it back to me in some way shape or form.
2: Well money comes and goes. It it always things.
0: happens. Always happens. Yeah, I never get money is the point where i'm so poor i'm on the fucking street you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: well money is irrelevant really because at the end of the day you even if serve you God have there. more or less something's always gonna come up you know it's just the way it is you know that's that's life for you yeah really that's that's not-, not really what we're supposed to focus on
0: it's not all you about know. chasing money and, like, having a Lamborghini and having a mansion and this and that. It's like, dude, just be content with what you have.
2: Well, and if you're not content with what you have, maybe you need to look at what you're trying to get. Like, try to be in service of someone else. Try to be more loving to others. Try to try to change your focus, you know? It's, it's different. Like, I, I would feel far more... Fulfilled in my life to be with my family than have a whole bank full of money. Like, it's silly, you know. Yeah, it's just not. It's not prosperous to me, I guess, in my mind. But that's just.
0: I think think prosperity comes with um, uh, more like being abundant with your energy. You know, like. The energy that you have and the energy that you can portray other people uh, to other people like like, look at me I'm happy it's like and people ask me all the time why are you so happy I'm like I'm fucking just happy that I'm alive and I'm given this gift of life by my creator and I'm trying to
2: help and yeah I'm trying
0: to do things like my podcast here to try and you know, get the message out that we are much greater than what this world says that we are, which is run by Satan, right? Yep, yep.
2: That's, this is his world.
0: And that's another thing yeah. that people can't grasp. They, they're like, well, if if God is all loving creator, then why is this world so fucked up? I'm like, because we're in a fallen state. We have well, to realize it's, that,
2: right? yeah, it's not it's not his creation at the moment. Right now, it's being it's his creation, but the ruler isn't him, and he gives us free choice. I I always like the statement where they say, "Well, God would not do that and put people in hell." And I'm like, "But did God put them in hell, or did they put themselves in hell?" You know?
0: Well, yeah, they definitely put themselves in hell
2: because
0: yeah, they made their choice. Yeah.
2: We're all we're all right here making the same choices, you know, as far as the beginning start.
0: It's so honestly it's, it's so such an easy fucking message, but people can't grasp it.
2: Well, the love, I think love is the main, and I think that it's funny that most people have the hardest time, like, okay, my daughter could have everything that she wants right now, materialistically and otherwise, but the love that you either withhold or don't give or or mm-hmm. do it. It's just not abundant. You know, that's not abundance. So that tells me right there, either her husband who's so devout or her pastor who's so devout, then you're lacking, sir. Right. you're right. Lacking. And he yep. doesn't want to hear me say that because he definitely thinks I'm lacking. So I'm sure that's where that comes from. You know? Of
0: course. Yeah.
2: But you can't change people. I've learned that much.
0: No, you can't. And even like the the uh, message that you gave me earlier with how you had a inpatient who you uh, converted to Christ.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Who, he was my uh, coworker. Who knows, yeah.
0: Who knows what he's gonna do with that, right?
2: Yep. And like, I mean, at the time, I was
0: like, or whatever, right?
2: I'm like, at the time, I was like, oh, this is kind of going to be looking weird on the camera, because me and him yeah, are both working.
1: And, though.
2: yeah. And I was just waiting for him to say something, because it just looked like if you, because they can't hear it, so it just probably looked like we were holding hands, like, weird, right. you know. And he he's like, what about the cameras? I'm like, I just don't care.
0: I don't care right now because I'm we giving- know
2: what we're doing. Advantage. Yeah. And so it was awesome, actually. It was great. You know. God,
0: God bless you, Heidi. And um this was like more a little bit more than I expected. Oh which is good. Crazy. But um tell the cartel where because I want to wrap it up right now because sure. yeah, of course. Late, but- it is getting late. All right.
2: Well, they can find me on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Unfiltered Rise, as well as Spotify, Unfiltered Rise. And we are going to be dropping our Mormonism uh, first part expose very soon, probably tomorrow. So that
0: sounds exciting. I don't exciting. know. They'll
2: hear it maybe later, but <laughs> I don't think it's the news drop.
0: No, that's so. good. Good.
2: All right. Awesome. It's been a wonderful cool. talk. I, I definitely had a good time.
0: Yeah, it kind of flew by. Yeah, it did like really quick.
2: (laughs) And I'm glad that it did because I know you're tired.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty whacked out. (laughs) uh, Yeah, um, keep in touch and uh, mucho uh, success to your new endeavor in your podcasting. Awesome. uh, Yeah, I could probably get you back on again if you want. And Uh,
2: yeah, that would be
0: awesome. Shit about you know, the creator and how much he loves us and everybody else.
2: Awesome. You know? to me. That <laughs> sounds
0: good to me. So like, how could we not want to just like talk about him? Right.
2: All the best things, all the best things. Awesome. All right.
0: God so, bless you. It- and thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Cool. Awesome.
2: Have a good night.
0: You too. Thank you. Oh, Thank you so very much for once again listening to the Red Bill Cartel. This is your beloved goat, Nigel the God speaking, and uh, we hope you enjoyed that episode with Mrs. Heidi Love. Davey, what did you think of Heidi Love? She's a fucking beautiful human being. What, what can I say? She's got she's got six kids. She still looks amazing. You know, you know. Well, four of hers and two of her husbands but you know like she's what more can you ask for she's only 47 and she's got these six little rugrats roaming around you know not rugrats but you know you know what it's like right it's uh it was it was crazy to hear her story and you know the fact that her daughter her oldest daughter is you know estranged and it, it it really fucking sucks so i empathize with her for that and uh super thankful for her to come on and i wish her nothing but the best of success with her her new podcast yes davy you know like i was you know sitting on the uh back of the truck you know listening to her story you know and uh very heartfelt you know and uh i nigel hopes that uh You know, her mother's story goes back to her daughter in some way, shape or form. And, you know, she sees the light of day, so to speak, you know, you know, Debbie, the light of day, you know, or the light of Christ or, you know, just the light in general, you know? Yeah, I totally get you, Nigel. And, you know, like, I really hope that things go Heidi's way and her daughter's way and I, I really hope that they reunite sometime, you know? Yes, me too, Davy. And uh, what do you want Nigel to do right now? Uh, well, give some love to Heidi and her daughter and her whole family. And uh, let the cartel know what they need to be doing to support the show. Oh, yes. You know, if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, you can... You can go to Apple Podcast, and uh, after you listen to the show and you like the show, then you know you can give five star review and leave comment. And uh, also, if you are listening on the the uh, Spotify, you know where you listen to most of your podcast or music or whatever, you know, give five star review if you listen to the show, and then you can also, uh, you know. Tell Davy how much you love him on uh, Instagram. No, that's not what I'm saying. But no, honestly, cartel, if you want to support the show, then five stars reviews or just a one star review, whatever, whatever you think is is good. You know, it gets the show out there and gets it gets it into the algorithm. Yes, you know, Davy uh, cartel. You know, if you if you just give us one little tiny click it would do the show very much good and thank you so much for once again listening and we all love you cartel and also you know what nigel always says in a time like this right